Support for this episode comes from Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences, so there's always something for everyone. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Before Zoom Info, business wins took a lot of time, energy, and patience. Now, Zoom Info helps you automate, scale up, and reach marketplace domination. Win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoom Info, how business goes to market. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Welcome, everyone, to episode three of Anything But Fighting here on MMAfighting.com. I am, of course, Jose Youngs. Before we introduce our guest, I have to say a big thank you to Gorilla the Bear for the fantastic artwork. One of Joe's favorite artists on the internet. And Andre Feely's favorite. One of his yeah. favorites, too. And my friend Nick Wolf for the fantastic uh, intro music. They do great work. All of their stuff will be in the description below. But, gentlemen, we have not, and ladies that watch the show, we have not met Zach UFCUFC.com or just UFC.com. Yeah. UFC.com. Uh, I guarantee you, if you've been on the YouTube channel or the social channels, you've seen his work. You've seen fighters answer his questions. More often but now than not. he's going to answer questions specifically about 2022 movies. Mm-hmm. Joe was a genius at having fun. I truly believe that. I don't even yeah. have to talk. They can just pump me up. I, I love this. Yeah. Zach's great. He has 10 out of 10 shirt. Amazing. Uh, super yaki. I, so <laughs> I was so mad when he walked in my house with it. Didn't offer it to me. So the first Joe was on the first episode, and we did a retrospective. Did you watch the first episode? I did watch it. That was we, last year's on. We oh, did. you had a lot to say about it. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he like messaged right after. I have a few comments. Oh, <laughs> we did a retrospective of the last ten years of Best Picture winners. Oh my God, we did. That was we a did. fun time. We did. And Zach, you're now a member of the fan club of Children of Men. He finally saw it. It's a great movie. It's great. who knew? Great. Everybody did. That's it. You're selling it short. I mean, it I is. Know, a, I I was in my home gasping. Greatest head. greatest Christmas movie ever. I'll stand by that because it came out on Christmas. Is it the best Coreyon movie? Yeah. Really? I think so. I guess so. I'm a Roma. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Mama I do Tom love Roma. Movie. I need two Mama. I haven't seen two Mama. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the, <laughs> we said after that episode that Joe would be back for the to predict. His and give him his picks for the 95th. I looked it up, the 95th Academy Awards. And Zach is in a group chat with us where we talk about movies, so it only had we had to have him on. I actually um, badgered you and was like, I need to be on this podcast. Well, I mean, all, you didn't even have to badger. You could have just been like, because I, Zach and I talk about movies a lot yeah. when we're on the road. Like Singapore, we were just in this bar that was way too loud, and we were oh, just yeah. like, What was your favorite movie of the year? <laughs> like screaming across the table. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Anytime I go to work with Megan, I'm in the back. I'm like, All right, Zach's working. I can't bother him right now. And I like wait for a time. She's like, She's like, He's working. And then I just know, like, when I do go over there, it's, it's a wrap. over. It's I know. a wrap for a while. So, like, I have to hold off. I always do my job at the time I need to do my you job. Always do but then job. as soon as I'm done, I'm like, Hey, Joe, have you seen Yeah. Me? Yep. And then in Perth, we started to talk about it and we were like, We need to, like, <laughs> 
let's save it. Yeah, yeah. Save it for the show. Anyway, uh, before we get into our picks in the next two segments, Zach, which we, we talked about a little bit before we aired, was 2022 a better year for movies than 2021? Really putting me on the spot. Yes, we are. Uh, which my uh, friend and co-host, Mayna Liberto, hates that I do to her. <laughs> so I really understand how she feels now. Um, I, are, we th- are we talking just the Oscar movies or the movie year in general? Hmm. Yes. Because that's very different. I think this Oscar crop is more interesting and generally just more entertaining and better um, than 2021. Okay. I I like that because this Oscar crop has some some anomalies, if you will, like Top Gun. I think if you put everything everywhere. True. True. Like if you put your your, the top four or five 2021 movies, I think they come at the back end of the top ten between the two. Because I like if you think like Power of the Dog. If you think Coda, True. if you think um, even Licorice That's, Pizza, Green Knight. Uh, we had, we got, I was a big Green Knight. Me and him got into a big uh, heated argument about Licorice Pizza in Houston. Because I, I did not like certain storytelling, like like storytelling aspects of it. He was like, no, it's great. I'm just like, okay. To be clear, I'm not a Licorice Pizza stan. I'm a... And I'm not even a Paul Thomas Anderson stand, but that movie is just like incredibly watchable. We don't need to make this a licorice pizza podcast, though. Um, we could, but that's for episode like five or six of this podcast. Um, but I think uh, generally this year is more fun and more watchable and more entertaining than 2021. Yeah, yeah. I the said anomaly it was interesting. The anomaly thing you brought up is an interesting one because we do yeah. have like Top Gun. I'm even looking at Avatar. Everywhere. Avatar, everything were all at once. So we had everything everywhere. Top blockbuster Gun. movies that made a lot of money that mm-hmm. were also critically well received, which, which is cool and I is think, fun. I think we need that. You know, we I do. Think, I think we need the Oscars to be a little fun and not as like highbrow. You know, like why can't a movie that everyone enjoyed be there? What does it have right. to be a movie that is just crush my soul that was my you know. big complaint with the 2008 mm-hmm. i think it was 2008 2008 2007 oscars the one that slumdog millionaire one mm-hmm. is that was before they expanded the field so yeah. it was still five so wally and dark knight did not get nominated well, that's why they expanded the field too yeah but like imagine a best picture like 10 that also had wally in the dark yeah night. it would just be fun it'd be funny it would kind of invite everyone to not feel so exclusive you know like mm-hmm. oh i loved the batman or you know i love top gun it's like i'm gonna watch the oscars now because i enjoyed that maybe it wins you know and it's weird because the oscars weren't always like this they were always just like highbrow small viewer viewership type of award show was usually like the big movies the big ones that were like the storylines of the year i think uh, you know you'll get like star wars or like bonnie and clyde or beauty and the beast the animated beauty and beast right yeah. and so i i like that they extended the animated movie to 10. like it has to be 10 um now because i think a couple of years ago um when it was still just, just five. 5 to 10 mm-hmm. um a movie like Knife, the first knives out would have gotten in sure had it been 10 full ones and that's a way more fun field you get those movie stars in there on the armis and daniel craig are on the mm-hmm. red carpet they're up for best picture um just to you know bring it back to which was the more interesting oscar crop very quickly just the best picture noms from last year just so we all remember it was coda belfast don't look up drive my car dune king richard licorice pizza nightmare alley the power of the dog and west side story and we'll talk okay. about the best picture noms for this year. Yeah. But I generally yeah, think this, is more this year is more fun and generally just better. No. Yeah, I'm going to give you that on the Oscar noms. But like I just as a whole, I just as a whole, I enjoyed last year so much more. Yeah. than all the ones that weren't nominated. Yeah. I think a gap uh, I have personally is I don't watch horror movies. Mm-hmm. I'm a wuss. 
Sorry. That's true. You don't. I am a wuss, and that's what my friend Amanda is for. She's the one that tells me, hey, you can or cannot watch this. Um, but I heard it was a good year in horror. This past year? This past Great year. year. Yeah. Great year. So I'm happy for everyone. Yeah. I'm glad we all have fun. Barbarian. Did you see Barbarian, Joe? I didn't. <sighs> I'm glad for everyone that got their scares, though. <laughs> Are you not horror either? Uh, I'm not like anti horror, but yeah. like I don't seek it out. So I don't seek out all the ones that like came out that everyone's like, you have to watch Barbarian, Smile, and there's a few other ones I'm in a, that people like. I'm in a specifically horror movie group chat with oh. New York Rick for MA Fighting and then uh, Jessica Martin? Crystal. Crew. You got to get on Damon. Damon and I will slack each other, but like yeah. the three of us are in like like we even see the bad movies. Yeah, like it's just any horror movie that comes out. I'm, I'm always SpongeBob meme where like Squidward and, and or uh, Squidward. I don't. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Yeah, the meme where like Squidward. Oh, he's looking at the outside. Okay. Yeah, and that like those are horror fans. I always like, wanted oh. to be. Yeah. Like specifically found footage. Everyone knows that. After the first episode, I got so many DMs about like, watch this found footage. I'm like, I've seen it, dude. If it's out there, I've seen it. It never worked out for me. Hereditary is amazing. It changed my Hereditary perspective. Is great. Hered- Hereditary got me to start wanting to watch horror movies. Because like, oh, I'm kind of missing out. This is amazing and scary and like a, just the right amount disturbing, but with the right amount like beautiful. Did you watch Midsommar? Midsommar? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I respect and, and admire You don't watch him. it? No, I'm a West. As a Florence Pugh fan? I, I, again, from afar. I'm from afar. Like, What's yeah. the last horror movie you Like watched? genuine horror? Do we count Nope? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. say Nope. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, like a that's horror It's like sci-fi. barely a horror movie. That doesn't though. count. I love that movie. It's like... It's like it's zero nominations this year. It's crazy. Should have gotten cinematography Did or Northman special effects. Did Northman get zero? Should have got sound. We're going to talk sure about sound. the zeros because a lot got shut out. Like yeah, North, let's, before, we get into too, the, right? before we get into the nominees then, Joe, what are some of the glaring omissions? Well, well, movies we were just talking, nope, which I don't necessarily see where it would have been. I just know it was a big movie. Northman got shut out mm-hmm. of everything, right, as well? Mm-hmm. Bones and all shut out. Mm-hmm. And then specifically just off the top in bones and all an omission would be um mark rylance of supporting mm-hmm. um i thought he deserved a spot in there um off the top of the head what about you um i think the ones you mentioned i think the batman maybe should have gotten cool. um some love somewhere um yeah. again I, I i don't know exactly don't where but um it's the, tough it's it's like last year with green Knight. The, so the, so the sorry go ahead I thought Green Knight should have gone at least cinematography. Yeah. But then if you look at the five that got nominated, I'm like, what do I take? Right. Is it's it like, just the sixth best? Who should have? Is it just the sixth best cinematic film? Yeah. So in in light of like, I think these people should have gotten nominated, and I know who I think they should have gotten nominated over is I think Viola Davis and Daniel Deadweiler should have gotten nominated for The Woman King okay. and Till over Andrea Riseborough and Anna uh, De Armas in Blonde. I mean that goes with us. I don't think Blonde should have gotten anything. No, it shouldn't have. Like I, I'm happy for Andre Amers was like the best part of a very bad movie. Sorry, Blonde people, but <laughs> do those people exist? Apparently, <laughs> you look at the <laughs> nominations. So. Yeah, apparently they exist somewhere. Um, but I, I think those are the like two two snubs. If we're if we're bringing up snubs, I'm not on my phone. I'm just not as cool as these professional as these guys with a laptop. No, he's, he's easy Joe. Yeah, yeah, cool yeah, Joe. yeah. So I'm just cool Joe with an off iPhone. You know what I mean? Exactly. And going off the top for a, a little bit. Yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, you were a big Top Gun fan. Of course. Are you... Edibles. That's... But you were more vocal in my circle of friends. Yeah. You were like Top Gun rules, which I thought was very good. Yeah. 
and then I watched it again. I'm like, this is a very good movie. Yes. This is an incredibly good movie. Were you surprised it didn't get any acting? Um, I wasn't necessarily surprised because if it was going to be a Best Actor nomination for Tom Cruise, he would have had to beat out what was a very strong crop. Very hard. Like, I look at those nominations. That's a crop. Yeah, so we have... Sorry, that's my third, I think, you should be referenced. <laughs> Which I'm, they're going all over my head. But I, I don't know if you can put them over uh, Austin Butler, Colin Farrell, Brendan Fraser, Paul Mescal, Bill Nye. Like, yeah. real tough. I was the, the glaring one is cinematography that it didn't get um, a push for. Uh, it felt like there wasn't as much of a campaign for Top Gun Maverick as I expected. And I don't know if that's because Tom Cruise was like, oh, I'm not going to get really a best actor look here. We're going to kind of pull back. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, guys, movies are fun and well-made movies are fun. He put them all in planes and they flew them and they, and they did their best and they all threw up. They just, they just all went through it for Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise pulled up to movie theaters like and said, movie making. he said, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this is your savior speaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was surprised Nope didn't get like at least editing stuff because they essentially created technology. I don't know if they created it, but it was like a technique they used to do night shots no one had ever used before. Yeah. So half that movie, the night scenes are were filmed in the day. But it was like a it was like an effect they put on the cameras that you can't tell. That's why the night shots were so crystal clear. So no one has ever done that before until nope, and you can't tell. I couldn't believe they get nominated. And that's crazy, like with that knowledge that to not, it's like, what are we giving the nominations for then if you're not using those technical kind of like groundbreaking techniques for that, you know, right. um, like, then what are we giving the nominations to? You like, know, top, like, like Zach said, they, yeah. they were really in planes. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, like, that's insane to me that they didn't get nominated. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, even if you're not going to give them, you know, cinematography, like we've been talking about, like, there's the production design, there's sound, there's all these other categories where, you know, like dude slept swept last year and won't swoop, sweep again in, in the next Oscars because part oh, two is okay. coming. Um, and so it's odd that you see certain movies that one didn't as, get as much buzz as those two movies. Cause I think those two movies were like top 10 box, top five box office, maybe um, Top Gun. Top Gun is like, Top Gun for sure. And then Nope made like, isn't Top Gun one of the highest grossing movies ever? Not ever, but of the year. Okay. I it was ever. That was like a hit billion, didn't it? Did it hit Billy? I don't I know. Think it did. It was in the theater for like 18 months. Plus, old- that was the other thing about the movie year. There was no movies released from like when Top Gun was released until like September, mm-hmm. except it, for Barbarian. It made $1.5 billion. Great job, Tom Cruise. Way to go, Tom. On a budget of 170. My goal is if I like pander to Tom Cruise enough, I'll get sent to Tom Cruise Cake. Have you guys heard about this? No. So there's a cake, there's a bakery in LA, and it has this like white chocolate coconut bun cake that Tom Cruise loves. And he loves it so much that he sends, he sends the cake to certain people. Like, like Glenn Powell is on the cake list now. Miles Teller is on the cake, cake list now. Um, there's just a whole squad of people that are on this exclusive Tom Cruise cake list. There's a whole lore behind it. Would recommend. Zach's next. Zach's next. Tom. Dude, Tom, I'm just saying, is one of like the underrated like movie heroes, I feel. Ever. Like I think... Yeah, ever. Like, he's done it all. He got a bad rap for a bit just for being strange. But, like, dude, the dude is just an underrated legend. Like, and, like, the range he's hit, you know, through his career. You know, like, Jerry Maguire, Eyes Wide Shut, Magnolia. I wish you... I wish you would do another... I wish you would do another drama or a comedy rather than just doing, like, 
Mission Impossible 40. Yeah. And then Top Gun 2. But he but he has done them is the thing, yeah. you know what I mean? Which yeah. is amazing. I'm convinced that he in the last Mission Impossible is just going to take off into space. And that's actually Tom Cruise, like just moving right? moving to Mars. Yeah. And that's how the movie ends and also his career. Yeah. And it's real life, like they're really flying planes, like he's really just going to space. So we all loved Tom Cruise in Top Gun. What are some of your other favorite um, performances? Not necessarily in the field of best acting, actress, whatever. Like, what are some of your favorite? Doesn't even have to be nominated. Yeah, yeah. Like, just what are some of your favorite performances in the movies from last year? I thought it was interesting when um, David Lynch popped on at the end of The Fablemans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was awesome because I was like, that's fucking David Lynch. And I just thought that was like cool. Where's very, the horizon? Yeah, yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> like I thought that was very like Bradley. Like I don't know, it was just it was. I love the cameo. Um, but if we're talking performances, I mean, honestly, like easy. I'm just gonna take the low hanging fruit. But like I really liked Austin Butler as Elvis. I'm a big Elvis fan, and the guy's just so handsome. And um, that that was that was a standout for sure. Um, he, so I watched. I read. He's in Dune Part Two coming out. Um, Dave Bautista did an interview, yeah. and someone asked him about, "Oh, have you heard Austin's like Elvis voice on set?" And he's like, "His character is terrifying." Oh, good. He said he he like pray. He's like Austin Butler's character is scary, as he should be. Yes. Didn't Sting play him in the first? The... Yes, that the singer Sting, not the wrestler Sting. Oh, okay. Yeah. MMA fans, you know, yeah, there's say, a big, big wrestling, big wrestling crossover, especially when you bring up Dave Batista in yeah, that sentence. That's very true. That's very true. Um, another uh, performance I really liked um, in a movie that I don't think a lot of people have seen is uh, Regina Hall in Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul. I didn't see it. So it's is that on, good? It's not, uh, it was pretty good. I saw one trailer and I said, this looks funny. And that's pretty much it's where I It's did. like probably like 15, 20 minutes too long. Uh, but okay. Sterling K. Brown's hilarious as a like She's so good. corrupt pastor. And then Regina Hall plays kind of the church's first lady. And she's kind of mm. the backbone of the movie. And I think she has to like walk a line of like dramatic, uh, satirical, and just straight up comedic. And mm. there's like a climactic scene where she has to wear mime makeup. <laughs> it's also where like the dramatic climax of the movie is and somehow she pulls it off and hmm. so it, it's like an okay movie and a very good performance um that i would recommend people watching if they have peacock i'll watch it I think it's also, worth spending 100 minutes i think also um it's worth mentioning the trio of actors and banshees oh yeah was just banshees. incredible like they were all so good but to see like a trio like a, you know what i mean mm -hmm. um tom mcgregor tweeted about uh barry Hogan. Really? He won like the was it BAFTA that he won? Yes, yeah. And Connor was because it's Irish. And yeah, like he gave him like a shout out on Twitter. He's That's a, amazing. He's a big uh, boxer. He was a boxer, boxer, right? Yeah, yeah. Huge boxer. Yeah, he was a. Uh, and he's gonna be the Joker. That's true. Don't get me started. And he's in the Green Knight. He was so good. In he's that such too. a great little weirdo. He's so, he's such a great little weirdo. Uh, there's a clip of him. I think it was for the killing of a sacred deer press tour. Movie. Oh, that. And and he, but he was talking. It was like a it was a junket, and so someone. Uh, Asked Barry Keown about boxing. He's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do boxing. And Nicole Kidman's in that movie, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And she goes, she's and just like, oh, no, please don't do it. Like, she's just being the most, like, protective mother figure for him. And it's like, you know what? Heartbreak feels good he in was, a place like that. I have that shirt. 
I mean, my you girlfriend wear the that shirt. Oh, you gotta see it. It's yeah, I said it. I think I said it. Yeah, I. It's uh, when we go to the movies, we 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 joke like wearing team colors, because we it's the AMC next to Cronkite in downtown Phoenix. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go, gotta put the gotta put the team jerseys on. We go, and it's we like the the concession people are like. What are you doing? I'm just I like, these guys. what's what do you mean? What am I? You know, there's a coming out with a sequel to that trailer. I know, I heard that. Yeah, can't wait. That's fucking love, dude. That's love. I love um, that stuff. Heartwarming. Sure is. A few other performances I liked real quickly. I'm just gonna blow through them. Um, yeah. Brian Tyree Henry and Causeway. Yeah. Um, okay. very good. I'll just watch him do any sort of monologuing. I thought I love that he got a nomination. Um, Lashana Lynch in The Woman King. Uh, really dynamic performance. Amber Mid Thunder and Prey. Did you guys see Prey? Sure did. I, you know what's funny? And I'm sorry. I've never seen a Predator movie. I told you to watch Prey on the first episode. You did. Yeah. You did. I loved that. It movie. rocks. I can't That's... wait for her to play an X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best Predator movie. Ooh. I feel great now. Predator I... 1 is great, but yeah. it's like Arnold, so it's you know what you're getting. Yeah, it's yeah. just muscly dudes. Like It's the most manly movie ever made. I heard the Mia Goth on Pearl was amazing. Yes. Yeah. Um, you watched that? No, but I just don't go. Again, I'm going <laughs> no scares. I'm pre- I'm pre- but I heard everyone's like, that was one of the best performances ever. I didn't watch it. I did see X, which was good. But I then like I, I didn't Goth get I like didn't get the internet, uh, internet's favorite horror movie queen Her at the moment. Her and Jenna Ortega are going to be like the oh, n- yeah. new Scream Queens. Because Jenna's yeah. in the X, obviously, Wednesday. Oh, right. And she's going to be in the new Scream. Ooh. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for everybody who's excited about that one. The last scream was very bad. That's too bad. And the main female lead, like the one that made, she's like the original. The original yeah. came back for that. Well, right. Yeah. And then she was gonna be. She they wanted her to be in this next one, but they like didn't pay her. Oh. Like they gave they like gave her the contract. They're like no. So <laughs> the main character is essentially not in the movie. I digress. Underrated performance that I was a big fan of. I know you have, you, neither of you have seen it, is Justin Long in Barbarian. Oh, yeah. Because he was written for Zach Efron. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, so, was- but then Zach Efron turned, this is what I read, turned it down. So they got Justin Long to do it. And he's an awful person in that movie. Like, he plays a bad guy. He plays a disgraced actor who, like, got canceled. So he goes to the house because it's, like his agency drops him and everything, his lawyers drop him. So he needs to sell like liquidate all of his assets. So he goes to one of the houses he owns in Detroit to like fix it up and sell it. And then like shenanigans happen. Whoa. But he's. And he like doesn't do much anymore, which makes him. No, he plays such an awful person yeah. that when he gets his comeuppance, I was so happy. I, I was ecstatic. I've heard, I've heard amazing things about it. But there was like the Barbarian and then Barbarian yeah. this year, right? Barba- Barbarian is the one. The is that's the one. Do you ever watch? Do you remember Whitest Kids? You know the old inter, the yes, old comedy yeah. group. Do you remember this one? Whitest Kids. You know the old YouTube comedy group. Mm-hmm. They. Do you remember that really bad comedy Miss March that came out like 10, 15 years ago? Yeah. It's very bad. But one of the one of those guys wrote and directed Barbarian. Yes. This is yes. essentially Jordan Peele when he wrote Get Out. People are like, Jordan Peele wrote a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Same vein. Love that. Same vein. It just completely threw me off guard. And it's you could tell because there are scenes that are hilarious. Yeah. But my God was. And then one of the Scars guards yeah. is in it. He's Dude, not in Bill. the whole movie. He's not even in 50% yeah, of the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I get scared anytime a Scars guard in a movie smiles. Do you see The Northman? Uh, I didn't see The Northman. The Northman was great. There was something missing in that movie for me. 
It, there was, yes. Like, I, don't know what I was. was, I wish that was two movies. Because I was, the, the, that one shot scene when they invade the village mm -hmm. and then Bjork plays like the, the witch doctor at the yeah. end. Oh, yeah. I loved everything about that. And then the second he went to the new land, it just felt like rushed. Yeah. And then when he was in the cave with the knight and everything, I'm like, what is happening? Like, they didn't set this up at all. They went yeah. really into, like, we're going folklore style of telling this. I wish it was two movies, and I wish we got, uh, the first movie was, like, him as a, like, a Viking or a Northman Viking. And then yeah. he, at the end, he finds his mom. And then it goes into it. Because it was just felt rushed, and there was something missing. Yeah. But I loved that movie. It, and I, it was great. I like I liked the Green Knight more than the Northman, but it also yeah. fell into my, I admired this movie more than I enjoyed it camp. Yeah, I was a big Green Knight fan. Because there was a lot of lore Green about was like, the Northmen and how you know detailed and, and period accurate it is. And that's great, but I also was trying to be like, like a little bit more. Do you remember when in that movie when like Anna Taylor Joy's character like see or it might have been the Scars Guard like they see their family tree like in a vision. Oh yeah. And then it like zooms oh, in on his daughter. Like, it, it zooms oh, in on his daughter, but they don't tell you why they zoomed in on his daughter because in real life she becomes like a queen. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know that, right. you're like, <laughs> yeah. what yes, is and? that? <laughs> yes yeah. and? Yeah, I Good like improv. All... What? That's the first rule of improv, yes and. Oh, yeah. Yes People and? People get it, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I just like, I feel like I, even though you know, with um, Robert Eggers doing it, I thought it was just going to be more of like an epic. And then right. I think I was so pleasantly surprised that it just kept its like bizarreness and like darkness. So well that like that really like charmed me through it because like, oh, this is just going to be like great breakout epic for him. But like it was still weird and dark and bizarre. And there were just like some real freaky elements of it. And even that part with the tree when I said amazing is I get that it, that part didn't have a point. But even just... Just the way that was shot and it like it's beautiful. Just went, it was just everything was beautiful and it was like and I love that like dark beauty, like even like talking about hereditary, like there's like beautiful movies, but like the dark beauty of um I say like children of men is like the most beautiful, ugly movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um it sure is. I also think personally like the Northwind was marketed Wrong, weirdly. Horribly like, there's a lot of weirdly marketed movies this year, yeah. but it was marketed as this like badass action movie. Yeah. And it yeah. is that for like 10 minutes yeah. and it's the raid scene. Yeah. Right. And then other than that, it's William Dafoe. Just tripping balls. Around yeah. And having a great I went to see that with like a bunch of guys. Naturally. I was like, let's go see this like Viking movie. And yeah. then we're like. That's what you what? think it is. You think it's you're, like flexing everything. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's still a beautiful movie. Yeah, it was, great. It it was, was just something was missing. Um, what was a movie that people thoroughly enjoyed that you just don't quite understand why people enjoy it? I got one for this too. Hit me, Joe. Everything, everywhere, all at once. I ones. knew you were going to say that, <laughs> and this is where we disagree. This is where you guys hate me. I don't hate you. Everybody can have their opinion. Yeah, you yeah. can be wrong. But here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hate you. No, no, no. So, so spell out your, your, like, your, do you like it less than other people, or do you just not like it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I don't like it. I didn't like it at all. I didn't enjoy it. Feely at all. didn't like it either, right? Feely loved it. Okay, I remember. Yeah, me, me and Feely just had totally. I mean, that's what's beautiful too. And I always say this is like how two people that, you know, have good taste, their friends have same the same interests, can just have two totally different like viewing experiences. I mean, me and him sat next to each other, the whole movie, and that's I was right. just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just kind of like. And I was just kind of like, when we got up, I was like, he just goes, 
Amazing, huh? It's one of the best I've ever seen. And I was like, what? Like, how did we just not, you know what I mean? Like, what were you mean? And um, it was just, it's just cool how someone can have that different experience. And I'm yet to watch it again. I just don't think at the end of the day it was my kind of movie. Like, I'm just not like a quirky type of guy. He didn't like, like the bagel. Oh, dude, the bagel pissed me off so much. It's so weird. Well, no, that's when, <laughs> like, no, that's when it was like, it was like, all right, I'm not digging this movie to like, I don't like this movie. And then like the bagel came and I was like, I hate this movie. I was like, I kind of hate it. Why do you have a, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I just, it was just, it was an exhausting watch for me. Yeah. It Honestly, is like I was just like, dude, what is like, this is pointless. And I understand it does all this and gets to a certain point. It was like, you could have honestly just got there without being so overly complicated. Like I don't like overly complicated movies, even like, Christopher Nolan, like weird twist. Like I love watching it and I respect it, but I'm just kind of like, I just like like a straightforward character. Yeah, And sometimes was... you can get to these themes without doing all that. And I respect they did all that. Yeah. And I thought the visuals and everything were great, but like, you know, it's a comedy we were talking about earlier. It's like, it just wasn't my kind of humor. Like, sure. like That's I told one you of... I haven't laughed in three years. Yeah. Remember? He doesn't like that. He yeah. doesn't laugh at movies. But, um, but it just wasn't my kind of humor either. Like, I like an absurd comedy, but that was just, like, too quirky. And mm -hmm. I'm not, like, a quirky guy. So it's one just of, didn't do it for me. It's one of four movie posters hanging in my... Everything room. Everywhere? Mm -hmm. That, Akira, Prince Mononoke, and Spirited Away. Ooh. Wow. What did you guys not dig that everyone dig? You dug. Which, one, which movie did you not dig? Because you said you had one. Dug? Triangle of Sadness. Ah. Uh, hmm. um, it wasn't... I don't, I don't do like gross out yeah. stuff very well. And it's the best picture. And but the thing is I get why people really like it and I also get one, it, it's very uh it, it won the the can yeah, the can jury prize. What does that even mean? The golden light of whatever it's called. Yeah. Um Palm VR, right? People like European filmmakers mm -hmm. love it a lot. Um I like the structure. I love a movie that comes in parts. I really like the last part of it. Have you guys seen this movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like the last part of, of the movie. Um, yeah, the second half was better when it. Yeah, I even actually like the first half too. Yeah, or the first, the first uh, third. Oh uh, man, because the triangle. Is yeah, three. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but I, it just kind of fell flat, or like the commentary it was trying to go for. And I know like the the overwrittenness is kind of the point and the part of the movie, but it just maybe I wasn't in the mood for it when I watched it. Just wasn't my thing. Uh, it was just like over your head with the themes. I think they're trying to. I feel that's why it got like nominated. Mm -hmm. It's just literally like because the theme is you know present right now. But it's just I don't know. It just like you said, it just wasn't done well. Like I think a movie that was done better than that. At least I'm into fun movies right now. Is like the menu. Oh. I like more than that. And I I love the menu. It was because it was just fun. But it was just it was, fun. It was just fun. Great act. And I and I liked it Jesus. better. Than like the triangle of sadness that tried to be more than like sure, just like a fun you know what I mean like there, there's a few of these like eat the rich movies this yeah. year because those two and Glass Onion yeah um, yeah mm -hmm. same idea um, it just it just didn't hit for me even though I liked a lot of the performances in Triangle of Sadness shout out to Dolly Gillian I think is her name she's the the woman at the end who like oh who took over on the island. yeah basically that was great <laughs> and, and there were parts that made me laugh it's just uh, I didn't. Think it was best picture. That's a great pick. Dude, I was actually, when I just looking at my phone and I was looking, oh, let me make sure these best pictures, the interesting crop it was. And I was like, that does make the crop more interesting. But at the same time, I'm just like, why was that one there? So I'm glad you said that that was one you didn't like because 
that would have been like another one. Yeah. As a movie, not because I loved the acting in it, didn't, not the biggest Elvis fan. I'm, I'm there, kind of there with you. I think Austin Butler nailed it. Mm-hmm. I think if he made the movie, he made the movie. He like did. if it was anyone else, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. And I think the directing and the style, the yeah. approach they took made it too because it wasn't just like the old tired biopic. Right, you know and I mean? wouldn't have hated that, but I yeah. there hasn't really been a great Elvis bio, biopic movie. There's been like miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't like when they would just sprinkle in like re, like very modern music because it just took me out of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? The Baz Luhrmann special. Yeah, yeah the Baz and I, but like I knew that going in. Like yeah. when you go see a Baz Luhrmann movie, you know exactly what you're gonna get. You're gonna yeah. get kaleidoscope images and like these crazy songs. So like yeah. I, when it happened, I wasn't upset, but I'm like, yeah, this is why. But Austin Butler, incredible. In, everyone in that movie was. You know, what, no, you know what ruined it almost for me? And Tom, Hanks that movie, Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. I hate. Remember we were talking about like tropes, which I don't even know if this would be a trope. Yeah. But it's just an annoying thing that people do in movies a lot. And I, I can't think of other examples, but that's a biggest one right now is like where they just like totally like transform the person instead of you just can't like see picking it. a person. Yeah. Like why don't you just like pick a big fat Dutchman I, I think to play the guy instead of like Tom Hanks like dressed up right. in a fat so suit I get playing a Dutch accent. 100% under, I get, I I 100% acting, get that. Acting, but I'm just um, like. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a very vocal. Like he's a huge Elvis fan. Yeah. So I just think he really wanted to be involved. And if you're a director and Tom Hanks is like, I need to be in this movie. Yeah. You can say no to Tom Hanks. Also, how you sell the movie too, like, right. Tom Hanks is yeah. Right. I think the part that I, I didn't like a lot of Elvis and Austin Butler is the best part of Elvis. And I thought Baz Luhrmann really captured like the energy of an Elvis yeah, sure. performance. Sure. He did. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, that's why I think he felt. I felt like he was the right performance. Like, yeah, the, like the right direction. I I just completely dropped out of the movie mentally. Whenever the person who was playing BB King, the BB King character was like, sure. "Yeah, go ahead, steal my music." Right. <laughs> no, is, that's a good point. That just is because, like, point. if you're going to go, I, I want if you're doing an Elvis biopic to like examine the whole, mm-hmm. not just sure. the myth of Elvis, but like Elvis. There was also. Like when he played at the baseball, it might have been Yankee Stadium, whatever. When he played at the baseball field and he got arrested, yeah. in real life, the song he sang, I'm gonna sound very nitpicky, wasn't out yet. So they got that wrong. And I, it, that like, when I, cause when I knew going in, I, cause I was like, my mom and family is like a big Elvis fan. So they playing this, I'm like, this doesn't ma- line up. <laughs> like, this just doesn't line up with, 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 with that. But at the same time, I knew Elvis was a big Shazam fan. That's why he would wear the the short capes, oh. because Captain Marvel in the comic books wouldn't have a Superman cape. His cape would go over one shoulder, and it would be to his waist. That was what made. That's what differentiated Shazam or Captain Marvel and Superman. So when they showed Elvis as a kid reading Captain Marvel, I was like, nailed that's, that's it, a nailed it. Right there, just bringing it back to comics. Nailed it. So, <laughs> so I I wasn't a big fan of the movie, but I think all of the even the the woman who played Priscilla was very good. Yes. The the guy the BB King guy and the little Richard guy was great. They everyone was good. Tom Hanks didn't. Tom Hanks was weird. Tom Hanks was and weird. He was the avenue through which the movie was being told. Yeah. Before you, we get into the best picture predictions, at one point that was your favorite movie of the year. When I watched it, I was just like, I mean, I was it was it was such a great experience. It was. I was like, it, this I, is the best movie I've seen. I had fun watching this it. year. Yeah, and um and yeah, that was it. I mean, you know. It was like when we talked the first time about the Joker. I know. Like I was so, and I always, and I always have to say that I'm like, 
I'm like, that was the, like, because I just had such a good experience sure. watching it. That, and then we interviewed then. But now I think back and I'm like, it's not even my top. Like, that was such a good year. That's not even my top five, ten. But, um, yeah, that was it. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's fallen. A lot of it had to do with Tom Hanks. Like, I just kept seeing him. Sure. Well, it's, his, know, it's his movie. Yeah. Um, what about, before we stop, just, is there any movies that, like, obviously would, weren't, the Oscars weren't going to touch? Yeah. They weren't going to come, but, yep. like, that everyone, like, liked a lot. And maybe, not I, that they necessarily belong in the Oscars, but what were oh. some underrated, like, not even talked about? I have one. Probably, I'll yeah. let, Zach, you can, like, you give us yours first, but I got one that I don't think any, any of us have seen. Mm. No, I really don't. Okay, I was a huge fan of Crimes of the Future. Dude, I'm so I I was literally top of my list right here. Crimes of the Future. Yep. I did you see it? I didn't see it. Oh, it's so it's it's body horror. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. So there's no like jump scares or supernatural stuff. It is very gross. I heard it was funnier than it was marketed as. That's insane. It's not funny at all. I'm no? gonna talk to you about it. It's Vigo Mortensen is so good in it because. I, I can't even explain. Like, Kristen Stewart is great in it. Yeah. Um, Leah Sido or whatever. Yeah, it's... I've almost clicked on it a million times. Literally, watch this, 2022, look at the top. Crimes yeah. it's, it's, I had... So, me and my, Hulu. It free. is. Me and my girlfriend watched it because, like, we were like, oh, it's body horror. And I'm like, this isn't scary. This is just gross. gross. I mean, it looks amazing. But it's the whole... It's and Obviously, it's place in the future, and you buy tickets to watch, like, a surgery... But, like, this yeah. man can, like, regrow his organs, like, rapidly. And you loved it? I loved it. There's Aesthetically, it was a beautiful movie. movie. out, too, the Infinity Pool or whatever. It's but oh, it's yeah. Son, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, aesthetically, Crimes of the Future was so good. Yeah, I got it. It was so good. Dude, There's The best parts of that movie are when they when there's a, when there's a cut and then it goes to, like, a new scene. Uh -huh. The the cut and then the beginning of the new scene, every single one is just like, what's happening here? And then it like goes to the scene. Cause like this is, has nothing to do with the plot because you don't even learn who this individual it is. But like they cut to this like weird dance and this man is covered in ears. Interesting. Like oh, he has I've an ear in his leg, all, all ears. And I'm like, what's happening? And then it like pans to the rest of the party. I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> That's so. That's my. If anyone's gonna watch a movie that I think is underrated, Crimes of the Future. That was so I've good. I've been wanting to see that actually so bad. What about you, uh, Zach? In a different realm of the kind of science fictiony genre, um, I really loved After Yang. You guys have heard me loved After Yang. Talk yeah. about this a lot. It was my favorite movie of 2022. Um, Koganada's second movie. He did Columbus, I think, in 2016 or 17, um, with okay. Haley Richardson and I think John Cho. Um, but it's a Colin Farrell movie. Um, mm. It takes place in like yeah, the near future. Okay. And essentially the the premise is a family's like robot brother figure malfunctions. And then it's like, a, oh, uh -huh. wait, this is what's it called? After Yang. I watched it. Okay. It was yeah. Okay. So I have it on a list. Some on one of my streaming. And but now um, that you bring it up, I'm like, okay, I've heard of this. It's incredibly quiet and patient. And like both the Coconut's movies are like that. Um, Haley Lou Richardson. Haley Lou Richardson shows up. Um, I really like their partnership. It's a very patient movie. It's it's quiet. It's like, uh, like, a thoughts on on grief, on um, sibling relationships, on like, okay, 
Asian identity, uh, and it's really cathartic and and cozy. If you the first time I watched it, I was worried like you know robot gone wrong. You, you never know how it's sure. going to go, and then it turns away from that kind of uh, threat, and then it you, then it opens up into like oh like what does not like every movie is like the meaning of life is great, but gotcha. like there's some movies where they're like oh we're really going to capture the beauty of life in the small moments. Um, and like, let's appreciate that into the bigger picture of like what matters in being human. Um, anyway, watch that movie. Uh, it, was great. it was a great time. I watched it at like five in the morning really? after I jet lag. Okay, I watched it after you, uh, after I saw on your Instagram, there was like a okay. favorite. I'll watch it. And I was like, I'm did you want to go watch after Did you like, like it? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of gave me like nine days energy. Huh. W- oh, nine days again. <laughs> you told me that one, you're like, I love that one. That's my real linchpin with you. I'll watch it. My girlfriend's a big, like, slightly in the future robot. Yeah, it's it's future yeah. where it's like not everything is high tech, but it is in the future. Advanced enough. Yeah, and okay. there's a conversation about tea that Colin Farrell has. Mm. And I'm here he for it. Does a Herder Herzog. I'm here uh, for it. Impression. It's my favorite scene of the year. Anyway, Joe, what's an underrated movie people need oh, to watch? Oh, underrated. Or just a movie that well, yeah. maybe wasn't talked about enough. You know, it wasn't talked about, and I actually thought it would be because everyone was all hard on this guy last year. Was um, the Cha Cha Real Smooth? Oh, movie? yeah. Um, um, and I thought it was a pretty good movie, and I actually liked it better than his other. What was his other one? The Shit House. I really House. liked Shit House. And uh, and I like this one better than Shit House. And I was like, oh well, Shit House got so much love on like from the indie crowd for what's his name, Cooper? Cooper Rafe. Cooper Rafe. Mm-hmm. I was like, people are gonna love this one, and I was just waiting for it to like blow up, kind of like Shit House did amongst mm-hmm. you know, um, the hip guys. And it didn't, but I thought that one was really good. But like, I honestly, like I was telling you earlier, like I had like a lot of fun this year with like fun movies. Like I liked, um, at the beginning of the year, I liked Fresh. Mm. I liked Hustle. I liked- um, Hustle was good. Hustle was good. And yeah. And then I also just have to say, and you guys might hate me, but I think Amsterdam got unnecessarily hated on. Like I like, and I think it might've been that like I went in and like everyone hates this movie, so I was like, "This is gonna be the worst movie ever." Yeah. Sure. I had such low expectations, but I was like, "That wasn't bad." And I think me and you talked about it, and you hit it on the head that like it felt like a dress rehearsal. I was like, "Yeah, they could have like made it." That's a good yeah, one. Yes, they could have polished it a lot more and had it been a good movie, especially with the cast and the yeah. director that it was. Like a polished version of that would have been great. It's like it's like an album with too many songs. But I thought the base of it was actually pretty was pretty good. There was something. I think that was the frustrating part. Was like there, there is a really good movie there. The, the potential hurts the most. And like it wasn't to the fault of the performances yeah. either. It was just the way it was like edited and paced and yeah. whatever. Um, and like the energy was weird in yeah, the film. Yeah, very weird. It was it was, it was weird. Awful. Yeah, yeah. And I, the dress rehearsal is a great way. Yeah, that, like when he told me that, I was like, that's what it was. It was just kind of like, feel really smart they practiced, they like practiced <laughs> doing the movie. Yeah. But like if they would have just like cut out a few more things, that like it would have been a good movie. Um, I also like everyone hated Babylon. I like Babylon. But I don't know Did if you like Babylon. It. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll tell you why um, after you're done. Tell me yeah. I like it. 
Um, but yeah, those are underrated ones. But like, I had fun with like Do Revenge and The Lost sure. City and I, like little things like that. So, menu. Uh, Cha Cha Real Smooth, I really liked. I also <laughs> really think it's hilarious that Cooper Rafe was like, you know what? I'm going to write myself as the character who gets to uh, have a relationship with Dakota Johnson yeah. in my second movie. And then uh, Do Revenge to bring up a performance that I forgot to mention, uh, Sophie Turner, uh, her cameo that she has, where she said she has a rant about she doesn't do cocaine. <laughs> great um question for zach because we talked about it briefly in the first one and I'll, and i'll go back to you what's a movie trope you don't want to see for 2023 moving forward okay i, I don't know if this counts as a trope okay it probably doesn't or just like a subject matter that you're like enough one i'm i'm kind of after this year we had empire of light armageddon time uh fablemans where it's like childhood movie wonderment yeah and I love movies. That's great. Um, it's just I'm done like with the 50 to 70 year old white guy really reflecting on his life for now. Yeah. And it's not going to end anytime soon because yeah. like Hollywood. Um, but the smaller trope that I don't <laughs> want to see anymore is this bugs the hell out of me. And if somebody could explain it, that'd be great. Um, when one character calls another one and they just say, hey, it's me. <laughs> like, okay. when, when at any very point specific. in your life have you ever just like called someone <gasps> and then funny. like if i called you john and i was like hey it's me either you would already know it's me because <sighs> we have phone stuff like we have that's good caller ID. To, yeah. or if it's a pay phone i'm like i don't i don't know your voice that's off the so top funny of my head. unless you're like i don't know morgan freeman or anthony bourdain or someone with a distinct voice it's just yeah. that uh, just always I, kills me that is fantastic <laughs> i the very specific. I like very it. specific. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, the reason I didn't see Babylon is I am very much. I think I told you this. I can't remember when, and you were you disagreed. I am over movies about Hollywood. Oh, I love movies about Hollywood. I that's why I like Babylon wasn't for me. Fablemans, Steven Spielberg making movies. I'm like, come on. Um, like, uh, I wasn't a big fan of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as like a full movie. I'm like. <laughs> Movie's fine. It's definitely not his best movie. Right. Sorry, Damon Marin. It's not the best movie that year. Um, it was fine, but I'm like enough movies. Enough movies about movies. I, I'm over it. See, I'm over. I, I wanted to like Babylon uh, because I feel like that era of movies isn't as examined. Mm -hmm. uh, I agree. And then, yeah. have you guys either of you seen it? Babylon. No. Babylon. Yeah, he yeah, loves I like that movie. It. Yeah, I okay. like Babylon a lot. Do you care if I say it? I don't care. I'm not going to say it. Ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, yeah. I'm going to wave here. When you see me wave again, when you're fast forward, you're not missing spoilers. The Avatar like jump scare at the end montage was just, it took me, I was like, you know what? I hate this movie. I'm done. One, it reminds me of a movie or it's a movie that makes the sin of like reminding me that there's way better movies out there. Yeah. And two, he somehow made an $80 million love letter to singing in the rain, an unenjoyable experience. And then is that what that movie's about? I mean, yes and no. It's more like okay. to the silent movie era, but there's like some blatant and like on the screen, like this is what the movie is about. Have you seen Singing in the Rain? Okay. So, uh, okay. And I, I like I appreciate some parts of the movie. Margot Robbie's a su uh, superstar. Margot Robbie, man. Diego Calva, awesome. But uh, I just, I just, I just didn't, I just didn't yeah, enjoy it. Right. My girlfriend said it was very. She thought it was funny. Yeah, so it, it was, was funny. funny. I haven't seen it. Margot was a riot. I thought Probably she was great. Oh, yeah. I'm not, nothing against Brad Pitt or Margot Robbie or any of those people. Just, yeah, it just wasn't my favorite. Also, the artist was very good. And it's like, 
when that one that oh. won a couple years that was the actual silent movie yeah so like that that perfected it yeah I don't need to see anything else about that i i hollywood's a depraved uh yeah they like, like depraved to, history. they like to pat themselves on the back and a lot of times i like to watch it but then i also like i didn't love hail caesar that's another good one that i didn't care for either i'm just like oh i'm, like, I'm not I'm I, now I'm trying to think of like a genre type of movie that is just what movies about movies. No, like you know how you're saying like I don't like like in the first movie I don't like like you're not a big sci-fi guy. Mm-hmm. I I'm not a big fan as of the Lone Wolf and Cub er, style like okay. like adult protects child, yeah. which is weird because I We're love them right? because I love the Mandalorian and I love The Last of Us and I love Prospect three. Oddly enough, Pedro Pascal. You know, I might just be a Pedro Pascal fan because he's the star of all three of those. <laughs> That's literally okay. If Pedro Pascal does it, I'm all for it. Anyone else? I'm like the road. I understand it's a great yeah. movie. It's not. I I don't like that. It's a brutal book. Yeah. Anyway, he was a big sci-fi guy. I'm not a big like adult protects kid because it just feels like the kid is like a handicap. Yeah. Not a fan. I think I'm just. And this is more like a TV thing. Uh, I'm just not really enraptured by like murder mystery okay like not like, like who done it okay. no like i love knives out i like i even liked um see how they run which is like I'm a meta it's, it's meta it's, it's I, I don't give me spoilers. Sir, uh, yeah yeah I, I will but, watch that. yeah but uh okay. but like the like true crime style or like investigative okay. crime like, like uh noir? i guess noir like i like little things i didn't really like or if there's little like a like or if there's like a dead girl that we need to solve the oh, like mystery of, or like sharp objects, or prisoners. <laughs> I haven't seen prisoners. Really? Yeah. He hates that movie. I do. He hates <laughs> that well, movie. I, I, yeah, we talked about it. I hate how everyone loves it yeah. so much. But generally, yeah, I don't really like the okay CSI adventure of the week. That's fair. Anyway, so. We'll be back at this commercial break and we'll actually get into our predictions. I know. The movies we like. What the hell did we even Before Zoom Info, business wins took a lot of time, energy, and patience. But today, Zoom Info aligns your sales and marketing teams, identifies ideal customers faster, and automates your go-to-market strategy. So you can scale up and get on the fast track to marketplace domination. And that's how winners win. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoom Info, how business goes to market. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to Anything But Fighting, episode three with Zach and Joe. Uh, we're, obviously, this is our Oscar Academy Award one. This will be an annual thing moving forward. Um, maybe we'll do a, a Grammy one next year. You're being into music. I don't know if I can do a Grammy show. Yeah, I can't do a Grammy one. <laughs> what did you propose? A because Grammy people show? ask me to do music, like because know, Grammys Grammy don't, isn't the way to. They do don't get this it show. right. They don't get it right. Famous. We should do our own. 
That's true. We'd have to get Andreas Hale on. He's that dude yeah, worked. He's, and he's the one. He yeah. is the one. He worked. He like worked for the Grammys or oh, something yeah. like that. Something like he's like directed Kendrick's like to oh, him a butterfly cold open yeah, or something. Like dude, I'm not. I'm putting him on. I'm putting him on. Not even on blast. Like I love Andreas. Like he'll just show me photos. He's like, here's me and like DJ Premier. Here's me and Kendrick. Here's me and Snoop. I'm like, can I just be you? Like, come on. Yeah, you just not have us do the music. Yeah, like I'm just sitting there. I'm like, Andres, go away. Like, I just want everything in your life. You know what I wouldn't mind though is like doing a, a TV, like a, a Golden Globe or Emmy one, because a lot of those times come out, and I just want to like talk to somebody about it. Because I'm like, how did this? You know, sure. How did this happen? Sure. And there's so much. There's so much to talk about on there. And, and what I've noticed is like loving movies that like most people like TV. Right. Right. Cause they don't have yeah, time to like right. put on two hours, but they'll all, but they'll watch an eight hour, but they'll binge an eight hour show, but you can't watch a movie for two. My hours. girlfriend's watching the Sopranos right now. I'm yeah. just like, kind of tired for this. I, I'm, I'm like very slowly making my way through West Wing, which is a show I've been enjoying a lot. It's the, and, and like every time I see an Aaron Sorkin project now, I'm like, but it's taken me five years to go through. I'm on the fourth season now and I'm enjoying it. I'm just really good at TV. And you're watching Hunter Hunter. I am watching Hunter Hunter very slowly. Stay tuned for episode four with Serena DeJesus. We talk about Hunter Hunter. Anyway, pl plug the product. We're talking Academy Awards, the 95th Academy Awards. Obviously, we had to have Joe on. He was on the inaugural episode. And then Zach is also one of the biggest cinephiles I've ever met. So we're this is essentially our group chat just on a podcast. Yeah. So it's just us. Noah's watching. Noah's watching. So we'll start with Joe. We're going to start with this segment. We're going to do act, best actor, actress, and best supporting actor and actress. So uh, where do you want to start? Which one? Um, one of the supporting ones. Supporting? Okay. Well, you know what? Supporting actresses? I was just literally, I remember looking and I was just kind of like, kind of a mellow feeling. How? Yeah, very mellow to be It's polite. mellow and it's, I think it's, oh, it's wide open, I think. I don't think it's wide open. You don't no. think so? No. Okay. It goes to Bassett, right? And she has given everything. Yeah, she's getting everything. So yeah. I honestly. Angela Bassett did the thing. She did it. So. I, this is a tough one. Like, it'll probably go to Bassett, but like, Mellow is like being polite. It's like, I look at it when we're talking this year and like, I didn't really love the ones from this year. And while you said the best pictures from this year compared to last year, even though last year I feel it was a better movie, it's like, oh, this best picture crop is pretty good, right? What yeah. a crop. What a crop. <laughs> but like, I look at these best supporting actresses and I'm just kind of reminds me like, I didn't really love this year that much, so. Did you see the whale? I didn't see the whale though. Mm -mm. I think Hong yeah. Chow. I don't want to mess her name up. Mm -hmm. She is so good in everything she's in. Yeah, she's, she's in the, the menu. Best part of the menu. She, she was in the menu. Oh my god. She, she is so the only the reason to watch downsizing. Downsizing. Well. So downsizing. I, when I I saw that movie because someone praised her in it, mm -hmm. and I think she's such a good actress. So when I went to watch it, when I left the theater, I was like. You just give her the Oscar. Yeah. And then the fact that she didn't get nominated, I questioned myself and I went online and there are just millions of people raging now. Yeah. Now. They're, oh, yeah. they're raging about it like years later. <laughs> that her character, her her character has its own Wikipedia page. Oh, wow. It's unbelievable. So anything she's in, I'm, I'm all about. Uh, I do like the fact that I think of the 20 nominations, I think 18 are nominated for the first time. Either that or they haven't won. Yeah. Or something, or something crazy like that. So there's a lot of new, uh, fresher blood, I, fresh blood, and Jamie Lee Curtis is in here. But like, <laughs> to the Academy. Um, are we talking about like? The movie she's in is fresh. 
So are we talking about like who we think is going to win or who we want to win? Yeah, let's go both. Let's do both. Let's do like. But we'll keep it to the we'll keep it to the five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to spend it out of a five. So you think Angela will win? I do. She's been winning every. That's fair. Also, Angela is the safe bet. I'm going to say prediction Bassett, and I'm going to say hope for Hong Chao because she got. Hosed. Snubbed and hosed and downsizing. Yeah. That movie was awful, but she yeah. was so good. Yeah. She was um, like I was captivated yeah. by her character. It was I can't go watch that's that. That's the movie. Matt Damon I one, right? That. Yeah. It's yeah. so bad. That yeah, movie's um, so bad. That's the guy that did um Sideways yeah, some, and um Nebraska. She, she's she is I can't praise her in that enough. And then when I saw she was in the menu, my girlfriend was like, Julia was like all like we gotta see the menu because she owns the restaurant. She was really good in the menu. She yeah. was so good she in the was menu. Great. Yeah. But it's such a different character. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I'm a huge Hong Chao stan. This is a tortilla? <laughs> yes. What is this? She goes, this is a tortilla. And I'm just like, oh. So um, I want her to win, but obviously, like, it'll probably be Angela. I think she's like a minus 1,500 favorite or something crazy. So the first, the first Marvel, like, Academy win for acting, there's no one who's even been nominated for a Marvel movie. Oh, this would yeah. be for Bassett? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's Angela Bassett. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's. Uh, this movie, Black Panther with Conan Farrell was also fine. Yeah, it's pretty good. Was a movie. It was. It was pretty good. I there love some very high highs and some very phase four lows. There were highs. Namor. Namor. Yeah. Okay, gonna... Submariner. I wish I... they called him Submariner. We still have time. He's. You know, he's a mutant. In the I know. We'll get there. I loved the Aztec reimaging because that's not in the comic. I, I appreciated that. that as well. I was anyway. wondering how they were going to finesse that. Back to this one though. Um, <laughs> so Angela Bassett, I think she's going to get it. Um, I do love that Stephanie Shu got a Me nomination. Too. I thought she was a real not revelation because she had other work, but um, playing like the villain and also holding the emotional center of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the scene in the parking lot at the end Bro. where she's in the car or she's in the car and she says, "I'm just tired." I might start crying on the pod. Um, so I'll good. cry with you. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I think she uh, was was a very special part um, of that movie. We'll talk about like the real special part of that movie. But I just love I'm very happy. Yeah, I was happy that because when I saw that movie, obviously the two main characters were going to get the big actor, actor and actress. And then it would be, I was like, who's going to get the one actress supporting? Yeah between Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie, and I was very happy they both got it. Yes, and also I love that Jamie Lee Curtis is also the best supporting like actress person on the campaign trail for Michelle Yeoh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's just like she's the big, standing. She's, she's the biggest cheerleader. Her oh. and, and Kihi Kwan. Um, did you see the clip of like yeah, of course. I didn't watch Kihi Kwan talking about Jamie Lee Curtis? Oh, and I'm oh, like, yeah. who's crying in the background? It was Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, just the, the original screen queen. That's true. The original screen. Anyway, um, so you're going Angela. You're going Angela. I'm going Angela. We mm-hmm. want Hong Chao to win. Hong Chao. Who do you want to win? You want Stephanie to win? Yeah. If, if, she's not going to. She's not going to, but like it's also. That's, that's as they say, the people's main event. I'm rooting for everyone who's Asian. <laughs> call back, call back to a joke that was off camera. That was off. Everyone's gonna be like, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll go best supporting. Zach, we'll start with you. Best supporting actor. Uh, so, who do you think wins, and who do you want to win? I think I think Kihi Kwan's gonna win for Everything Everywhere All at Once. There's some Brendan Gleeson in buzz in there. Yes, there is. Um, 
and Barry Keown has taken a couple of the awards as well. But I think if the last year, the Oscars gave us a great best supporting actor moment with Troy Troy Kotzer winning. Yeah. Beautiful moment. Yeah. And I think it's a real easy move for the Academy to have another real heartwarming moment point at the start of the show. Also not for nothing. He was great. And he was awesome. He played like three different people. Well, that whole movie, everyone played multiple yeah. people. But particularly the um, <laughs> the Wong Kar Wai scene, where he's yeah. like in the in the suit and he's basically doing a Tony Leung in impression the, in the rain, in the rain, yeah. in the oh, taxes God. and laundry, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I mean, he's one of the feel good stories of the year. Oh yeah, for sure. I love all the Brendan Gleeson or not Brendan Gleeson. I love all the Brendan Fraser and him stuff. Shout out to Encino Man. Uh, oh, Encino Man, dude. And Steven Spielberg's been on this camp. The, and Steven Spielberg. So it's like the three of them. They all, they all just, uh, I think it, it just, let's just have a good moment. He was the, what's that like round table they do with all the actors? Round table. The, yeah, he nice was one. the best part of that. The Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. yeah. When he, because the, who who, his Steve agent Pond? is Chunks. Those are the guy who plays Chunks in the Goonies. Oh my God, it's it his, is. It's, it's his, his agent. actual agent. I saw that on, I saw that on like a reel. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, like when they were trying to get him in, in this movie or another yeah. movie, he's like, wait, Chunks is short rounds agent and he's like exactly yeah. but it was like so endearing yep. that it Shout just made me agent. love him yeah um and then wait so that's who i think is gonna win yeah and then who i want to win is, is kihi kwan yeah that's that's Kihiquan. me too and today yeah yeah i mean like this is a cool group right? i really like barry kogan good, a lot good, good, good. i love you like brian tyree henry in Cosmo? yeah brian I, tyree henry monologue. i'm a big barry kogan fan i if he wins, I will be very happy because he's an oddball, and I like fellow oddballs winning. Also, this is completely underrated to any movie. He was going to play Yorick in the original Why the Last Man show before he blew up. Oh, that's right. And Why the Last Man is one of my favorite comic books ever, so I was very excited. And then they scrapped it, and then they did that monstrosity that was on AMC that I didn't end up watching. But I wanted him to play. I wanted him to play Fade Rapper. Wow. It's comic book stuff? No, this is Dune. Oh, this is Dune. So Austin Butler plays a character in Dune Part 2 coming out. Uh, and Batista said that his character is terrifying. He's supposed to be this like golden boy goon, basically. Yeah. He's Austin like he's Butler? like the Scary? like if you if it, if yeah. Dune was a high That's school nice. if Dune was a high school drama, he would be like the handsome bully. This is like the same oh, wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Or like who's uh But I'm sure Austin Butler did great. But I so, so in this movie we're gonna but have if, but Austin Butler's more handsome if he's supposed to be like the handsome it's boy. Florence Pugh, Timothy yeah. Chalamet, and Day and Austin Butler all in a movie. And Rebecca Ferguson. And Rebecca oh Ferguson. Oh my God, I'm going to come instantly. <laughs> <laughs> That's very bizarre considering they're all like 24, 23 years old. Austin Butler, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> anyway, who do you think wins? <laughs> who do you want to win? Um, uh, predict Ki Hu Kwan. Because I just, I feel that's what's going to happen. It's been happening. It's a feel-good moment. And, you know, and like you said, not for nothing. Guy was amazing. But I want Barry, Barry Kugan. Yeah. Um, that's my guy. That was my favorite performance on this list, for sure. Like, if I was the Oscars, that's what I would be picking. But, um, but yeah, that's so that's who I want. But, you know, if we were betting, it would be uh, Kiyu Kwan. I can't believe Barry Kilgan's also in the Eternals. He plays Druig. He was the best part of the Eternals. What? Mm. Okay. It wasn't, I didn't say I liked the movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, Brian Henry, also in the Eternals. Was he? Yeah, yeah. he was. He did a superhero movie? Yeah, they had him figured out. Oh, my movie. God. I can't believe that. 
It's a movie. It's a movie that we'll all get into when Andre Feely's on the show. There we'll go. go. We'll do a massive. You guys should get it. We send like voice messages about comic books. Oh, dude, it's he's, unbelievable. He sends me voice messages singing like Creed and shit. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm like Matchbox 20. <laughs> like, so like, moving on to best actress. Uh, what do you think of the field, Zach? The best actress field. So we got Kate Blanchett in Tar, <laughs> Hannah Jarmus in Blonde, and Andrea Riseborough and Two Leslie, Michelle Williams in The Fablesman, and Michelle Yeoh and everything over all at once. I could have done some. I could have done with some Marco in here. For what? For, for Babylon. Okay. Who would what you take you out? Amsterdam. Oh. <laughs> or Amsterdam, actually. Um, she was good in it. Who would you she take out? Here? For this? Oh, the answer is Anna Diarmas. Because blonde doesn't deserve. Well, you know what? I didn't see blonde, so it wouldn't be fair. It's okay. You know. And um, or or to Leslie, which what was the? There was some controversy behind that nomination. Yeah. Yeah, it was just this weird. I didn't do a deep dive enough into it, but we I guess talk about it off pod. There's a lot of oh, yeah. social. Everybody got spawn conned basically into voting for Andrew Rasbro. Um, yeah, but then like a lot of like the actual nominees and people that got gift were like, no, she, like they didn't have a problem with her getting nominated. It was just the way. Yeah, they went about it. Yeah, they did this um, big campaign, and also it didn't was a tough look because the two actors who got them like were six and seven probably on everybody's ballot were uh, Daniel Deadweiler and Viola Davis. So you just have like mm. white woman taking two prominent. Yeah, that's a big thing at the Oscars. Yeah, famously. Yeah, yeah. So who do you okay, think go ahead, sorry. Who do you want to win? I <laughs> that's just, this is the hardest one um, oh, to me. It's a two horse race. Between Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh, yep. I think Kate Blanchett is gonna take it, and I th- want Michelle Yeoh to win. Even Kate Blanchett is like, I already have an Oscar, just give it to Michelle Yeoh. Um, but I think Kate Blanchett is awesome. Carol, mm-hmm. did she? Yeah, I think Rudy she won Mara. for Blue Jasmine. Oh, she has two. Right. I I think she won for Carol. Trivia day. She has two Academy Awards. She has two Academy Awards. Right. She won for, I already got it, Aviator and Blue Jasmine. Oh, she did win for Aviator. Yeah. Supporting, su- su- supporting, supporting Aviator and lead Blue Jasmine. So you think, anyway, so, I think so I think it's Oscar trivia. It's, it's like it's like one in one A. I, I think because Michelle Yeoh, that movie straight up doesn't work without Michelle Yeoh. Her comedic timing, her physicality, her ability to you know pull off the emotion, all of it. Um, not everybody can do like genuine great martial arts on screen and also pull off the joke of Rakakuni. Um, but Kate Blanchett plays a monster. And I think it's like dripping with like contempt and humor. And then you're rooting for her. And then you're like, oh, she's really terrible. Where am I going with this? And then all of a sudden, you know, the end Conducting happens. award. Conducting stuff. Um, That's about the conductor. Yes. yes. Yeah. Tar. Lydia Tar. Not Lydia a real Tar person. I'm a big Michelle Yeoh fan. Yeah. I've been a, I've been a, uh, I'm anything. also putting it out in the world. So I'm like, yay, Michelle Yeoh yeah. won. I, anything she's, she's predicted though, right? She's like cleaning up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But um, the Academy can make it. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I love crowd. I've loved Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragons. Yeah. Mine since I saw it in theaters. And since then, anything she's in, I will at least give a chance. And the fact that this movie was written for Jackie Chan and he said no. So then the director was like, let's just get a woman to play this role is so, yeah. They wrote, he turned it down. So, and essentially, like when you walk with that knowledge, you can see Jackie Chan in this role. Yeah, but Michelle Yeoh, nailed it yeah she played like five different people exactly and, and 
I mean, hot dog. I just, I don't, it's crazy how all that works, but um, I think Michelle Yeoh is like the best part of Shang-Chi. I thought she was the best, like, she's great in Crazy Rich Asians. And then they kind of come into a head of like, this movie in this moment, um, it'd be great for it to happen um, for her. But I'll be happy because either way, uh, both these characters are original characters yeah. and they're not for impressions. Correct. Um, yeah, and I think like she's she's been very active over her. Like she's worked a ton, yeah. and she's in. If you look, go back through her filmography, she's in a ton of movies people have seen, but she's never like. Right. Everyone say hi, hi. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> memories of like memories of a geisha, Kung Fu Panda, Crouching Tiger, all these movies. Joe, what do you think? Um, I'm gonna go prediction. Michelle Yeoh, I think it's going to happen. You guys just put it out into the world, so it has to happen. Um, and I feel she has been cleaning up. She's another real, you know, nice, feel-good story after all the years and all the things and all the work she's put in um, to get the win would be great. My favorite, um, and who I'd like to win, which I don't really care if I, like, I wouldn't, like, root for it. I don't really have, like, a dog in this race, but my favorite performance of this um of the crop was uh michelle uh michelle williams, williams. Mm -hmm. okay. in the fablemans I, I like michelle yeah yeah i don't know if it was just because like i wish my mom was like that she seemed like a cool mom to have besides the whole like cheating on but you mean like the but you mean like the artsy like mom like that like i thought it was cool but no she was just great too i just thought she i thought i thought she she had a good performance and we were just talking before about Tars, I was just kind of like going, you know, you go through the Oscar actors and actresses and movies and you kind of just wait for like, oh, that's why it's nominated for a best actor. You know what I mean? You just wait for that moment. And throughout Tar, I was just kind of like waiting. I was just like, Blanchett makes stuff look easy. The character, She's like you actor. said, was amazing. But I was waiting for the acting to do something sure. where she just delivered the character so well. Which is like, yeah, that was acting, but it was like such a well-written character that I think she pushed, you know, past her. I, I think the scene you're looking for, if you ever yeah, watch it, we watch it, is the Juilliard scene. It's a Juilliard where she's scene. Lecturing oh, lecturing the guy in the class that he leaves. Yeah, that is a great one. That's yes. the one. Yes, yeah, that was that was very good, and she was good throughout. But like but her character was very... good. You know what I mean? I was just kind of waiting for something. Um, but like uh, Michelle Williams, I think really like. I don't know. She she like charmed me the whole time through the movie. Did you feel seen whenever I think Paul Dano says your mother just really misses Phoenix? <laughs> never <laughs> been said. about that line a lot. It never's been said before. It's the only time it's ever happened. Um, so Michelle Yeoh, you pick Michelle Williams. You want I want Michelle Yeoh to win, and I think she will win. Kate Blanchett, you've talked me into like watching Tar. Well, I was going to watch Tar anyway, but like if she wins now, it's no longer like a robbery. That That's the thing. It's it's truly like as close of a race in my brain as it can get. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you think it helps her having two Oscars or, mm. or like goes against her? Usually, you know, they obviously like her. That's the thing that's crazy. Usually, they'd be like, "Oh, they already have an Oscar. No need yeah. to." Yeah, and they. But that not, means she's like an Oscar darling. Well, the, and the, but then like the Academy has given Oscars to people that should have won. Like when Martin Scorsese finally won, mm -hmm. it was like, yeah, like or like when Leo won for The Revenant. That wasn't even his best right, role, but yeah, it was just exactly. like 
Here you go. One recently, I can't. That's also weird. Why the um, Renee Zellweger won for Judy? Like she already had an Oscar, and then everybody was like, "We're just gonna give her another one." Yeah, that's why Peter O'Toole should have won that year. I can't remember what year that was, but he's like he was like ninety when yeah. he's been acting for like a thousand. That was also why I was a surprise whenever Olivia Coleman won over uh, Glenn Close for The Wife, because Glenn Close does not have an Oscar. I know. And everybody's like, let's just give it to her for the wife. And but Olivia, Olivia Coleman is great. Yeah. I mean, I love that. One. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Olivia Coleman's. Talk about an acting for you, I know. Yeah. The press junket for any Olivia Coleman movie is so funny. That's the best. She doesn't hold back. Have you seen that one where she's on like one of the talk shows in England? And I don't remember what, I don't know what talk show it is, but some British person does an American accent and they play the clip. And he's like, I got to do a British accent. She's like, where and he's like the, the clip we just watched she's like huh <laughs> like she just doesn't hide it they're like it's, so funny. it's she's very she, funny she, she, um, oh she prank called into her or uh paul rudd i think i think it was paul rudd i could be wrong but he was on bbc or some bbc radio and she called in as like a caller and was like uh paul if uh if somebody was visiting england and there was somebody who they'd been friends with for 20 years uh <laughs> lived there uh would you uh think about hitting them up i, I don't i don't know if it's paul rudd or not <laughs> in my mind it should be but um you just love you coleman salt of the earth she's not in this race though it's not anyway moving on joe we're gonna start with you i think i have an idea okay. of who you think will win or you want to win best actor yes. um am i crazy in thinking that you probably want austin butler to win I do want Austin Butler to win. I do. But the prediction is where this gets really... This one's tough. This gets tough. It is tough. I haven't seen Living um, with Bill Nighy. Not a lot of people have. The only person in my life that has seen it is my girlfriend, and she loves the movie. And she loved it. And she also loved Bill Nighy in the movie. Um, so I, I trust her opinion. From when I was doing research for this, 90% of the awards this movie is nominated are just for him. Yeah. Like there's a couple like regional like London film critics and like British Academy Awards, but like outside of very niche things, it's all screenplay and him. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool to see Paul Mescal in there. He's been doing it big, and I think this is the first of many for him. Yeah, for sure. Colin Farrell would be awesome to see win. And um Brendan Fraser would also be cool to see him win. And um you know, even though people didn't like the movie, I think it'd be, I think it's one of those other, like, if they're going to just go with the feel-good Oscar, you know, who better than Brendan Fraser? Did people not like The Well? No. Really? The Darren Aronofsky movie. Oh, so it's not like it was a bad movie. It was just like a what is happening um, in this movie? Some people might have said okay. it was a bad movie. And okay. Yeah. They kind of depicted obesity mm. was the favorite of uh, some people. Mm. Um, again, home child. Do people not like Darren Aronofsky? No. I mean, some people. I love the rest. What do you do? How many times can you fade to white at the end? That's true. I liked Black Swan. I liked the wrestler. Black Swan. Mother. Yes. Mother was wild. Because <laughs> it was bananas. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that movie because Banana Noah was terrible. Yeah. Which one was? Noah. Noah. Oh, I didn't Noah's see it. Bad. Uh, it would be cool to see Colin Farrell win too. It would. Has he won before? No. Mm-mm. He's so good too. That's the thing. This is a this is a fun race. There there are, are fun storylines galore. So this is five, whoever wins will be their first win. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. That's and nice. I think I was telling you guys this earlier. If there was like an MVP award for a movie year, Colin. I think it'd be Colin Farrell this yeah. year because he had 
the Batman. He was the Penguin. It was great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, do you know Alan Law? Uh, Banshees. Banshees of Inisherin after Yang, and then there was that um, the the soccer team that got stuck in the mining cave. Mm, nine lives. The, yeah. Nine lives. No, um, like the 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 set. thirteen lives. Or something like that. Yeah. He, he, he was, it was another more. movie where he. Yeah, and, and everybody uh, said that, uh, or people were saying that. Get Colin this. Was getting as, as well. Paul Thomas Anderson, our guy. Yeah. You know, c- cinephile to the max. His favorite movie of the year was the Thailand soccer movie. Oh really? Yeah, yeah just like a simple, like normal, like. Yeah. Movie my mom would watch. Love you know that. I, mean? I love that. Like that he said that. Like all the comments were funny. Yeah. Like that though. It's like Paul Thomas Anderson, literally like the best director. That's why I love our uh, generation. Just loved like the most normal, like true story movie. I love Steven Soderbergh's yearly content diary that mm-hmm. he publish because a lot of it is just him watching Below Deck. Yeah. Oh my God! Do you guys watch Below Deck? I don't. Watch Below. No. <laughs> Steven Soderbergh watches Below Deck a lot, yeah. all the time. Oh my God! I yeah. love him. Yeah. I love Below Deck. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Bravo. Period. I'm glad as I throw this Christmas toy or not. Um, I'm glad you brought up the MVP of the year because I was going to ask that because okay. not just nominee. Only be no, it's a great segue because only because do you remember the first time we did your Academy Awards show, and he said Andrew Garfield was the MVP of the year, oh, okay. which yeah, was, was great. I was like, he might not win Best Actor, but like, if you look what he's, he's the Best Actor of the Year, Yeah, I said. Yeah. Because he had the Mainstream, um, Tick, Tick, Boom, and um, the Spider-Man. Tammy Faye. And Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. Like he, so after that conversation, I now think about that more. Yeah. Like who had like the, the year. year. Like, so you think it's Colin Farrell. Are you also in the Colin Farrell, like had the best year? I mean, no one else really stands out, so... I would have to say, yeah. Yeah. He was busy this year. He, was he did good. He did good. I mean, not specifically busy. He probably filmed these in different yeah, years, but. years and stuff, but uh, he had a lot of good good projects come out this year. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it's probably Colin yeah. It's Colin. Yeah. Peter yeah. Morrison was also in uh, Crime of the Future, though, too. Yeah. But he wasn't. I mean, we're I definitely forgetting this. people. Yeah. Probably. The thing is, if, if <laughs> the thing is, if Daniel Deweyler got nominated for Tilt, uh, she would have had a good year because she was also in Station Eleven. Which started in the end of 2021 and then finished in 2022. Okay. And it was probably the best TV show I watched in the last couple of years. I heard it's amazing. It's, I mean, if we're going TV MVP, Pedro Pascal kind of knocks it out of the park and everything he does. Probably. But we, that's a whole different conversation. And he was in Unbreakable, whatever, Nicolas Cage. Oh, yeah. Oh, Unbearable yeah. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That was a good one. It was all right. It was fun. It's a good played movie. Um, wait, so who do you want to win? He wants Austin Butler to win. I mean, I, I then, wanted but, to win, but I'm honestly like fine with with Fer- like Butler was my favorite mm-hmm. of the year, but like Colin was amazing, so I'd be happy with him, and I'd be happy with the uh, and then like I didn't see Frazier, but like I think it'd be cool for him to win. So I'm kind of with Austin Butler, but like I'm cool with Colin Farrell winning. Who you gonna I think it's gonna be Brendan Frazier. Um, wait, that's well, the prediction because it's the feel good. It's hard. It's hard because Austin Butler's won a lot of the, like, like P- DGA, PGA, BAFTA. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of goodwill for Brendan Fraser. I love Brendan Fraser. Right, everybody does. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves Brendan Fraser. He's very good for, like, when, when he came, came out with all those things. things yeah, that happened to him. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Um. Uh. And like, God forbid, we have another 
actor win a performance for or win a an music Oscar for, biopic for a biopic but like if Rami yeah. Malek can win for Freddie Mercury, like then, then don't even, do dude. I know that one. Anyway, that one hurt. <laughs> imagine giving, really singing. Imagine giving an Academy Award to someone lip singing. I know. With face badly. I know. Badly edited over Bradley Cooper, who actually sang and held his own. Lady Gaga. What's the, what's the dude's name in the Lizzie McGuire movie? Paolo, or something. Something like that. Yeah, they gave it. They gave the Oscar to Paolo instead of. Even <laughs> at least Millie Vanilli gave their Grammy back. That's true. Um, okay, so I, I think Brendan Fraser is going to win. Um, just putting that on the world. Yeah, I kind of feel like he will win. Um, I want Colin Farrell to win, but, but I will have a small part of my heart reserved for Paul Mescal. Um, that ain't happening. Because I think After Sun was incredible. Sure. Um, I love that movie. Um, and I think he is so good. I love that the three movies he's been in have all been directed by women. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's it's going to come for him at some point. Um, he's currently. This is like the welcome to the... Yeah, he's, picture, yeah awesome. everybody loves him from normal people yep. um, he was great and i think uh he will have many nominations he's gonna have a good career i think austin will win and i want to write a version of go up there and be like want to thank my mama and my daddy what if he like pops in do and he's like paul atreides i challenge you to <laughs> this is a bad Austin Butler as Elvis. Yeah, I just love Brandon Fraser as a person and an actor. Yeah, yeah. he takes his roles really seriously. Um, I think, he, yeah, I want him to win, but I think Austin Butler will win, and I really like Austin Butler. So if he yeah, wins, that's the thing. I'm not even mad about Austin Butler. No, I wouldn't be mad if Colin Farrell won either. I love Colin Farrell too in this. I honestly wouldn't be mad if any of them won. No, Bill Nye won. I mean, I love chaos. Like if yeah, he won, people would be like, "What?" We were wrong in like everything last year. Were we? Yeah, because we were like, I have, I, have, I have anxiety about this regarding the best picture race. We'll get there oh, next. Yeah. Time. Like last year, we were like, because you wanted Kristen, you thought Kristen Stewart would win. I was really hoping we thought win. Power of the Dog would win. Yeah. We thought last year's Oscars got weird, dude. We were. I don't know why they did that to everybody? I was like looking back through because we were texting the we're whole just wrong time. About everything. Yeah, everything. We were not just wrong, but like the people that won, we'd be like, there's no way this person will win. Yeah. And then they won. The only one we got right was uh, the supporting actress for. Um, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because I was just going down for sure. Yeah, the supporting actor was weird. Who won actor? Will Smith. He slapped. Oh my Famously. God. I did. Th- yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coda won. Actress was. I pulled up, but I just, I believe in you. Last year, I was Redhead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shots, shots yeah. For Tammy Faye. Yeah. Because we were like, because you picked, you picked, uh, you picked uh, Andrew Garfield for actor, and I picked Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. And then we both picked uh, Christian Stewart, and I believe you picked, I don't remember what you picked for movie. I picked Power, I of the dog. Power of the Dog. Yeah, too. yeah, but I we were figured it was gonna win. We were wrong on like everything. Well, Coda was a real surprise for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yes. Anyway, anyway, this will end this segment. We'll be back after this commercial break to give our apparently Zach has anxiety about the last I'm segment just in general, but about best best <laughs> best picture. Um, so we'll be back with our best picture, and then that'll be a wrap on episode three. I know I've said it a few times, but I can't remember. With 
With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Any, Anything But Fighting here at MAFighting.com. Jose, Zach, who has anxiety over what we're about to talk about, and Joe, who is the biggest Austin Butler fan and Tim Lee Shalaman fan. So he is also, very handsome. He's so beautiful. So, I mean, how could you not be? What if they got in a fight? Who would you support? If they fought, who would you corner? Who would I corner? Well, I think Timmy would need more help. Yeah, that's let's true. Let's be honest. I don't know, man. <laughs> you know? He's, 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 he seems like... He's wily, but... I mean, <laughs> I just... He needs help. He looks fragile. Doesn't yeah. eat. Huh? Doesn't seem like he eats. Yeah, yeah. Know. Yeah, but... um, So, I would probably... I'd probably corner Timmy just... But he was violent in Bones and all. Whew. He was pretty violent in Dune. Yeah. He's going to be even more violent in Dune Part 2. True. But that's movie magic. I think in real life, I think he's he's too frail. I can't wait to see Dune Part Two. I know that's my pick. Did you see it in next year's Oscars? The IMAX. Yeah. Did you see the IMAX? Dune. No. Oh. I saw it. It was such a game changer. I saw it on uh, an airplane. Oh no! (laughs) Wow. I seen it. I seen it on an airplane in my home. I big screen. So I only watched it once. My girl. That's I told Joe this. That's my girlfriend's favorite like IP. Okay. Like anything with Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She absorbs. Yeah. Like so, when that movie was announced, she's like, "We are going midnight." Yeah. And then she entered a contest to get a screening at IMAX and won. Oh, that's incredible. So we both went, and like I was telling him, like that was one of my favorite movies of the year, not because I thought it was one of the best movies of the year, because the whole movie, my girlfriend was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," like yeah. just so high. I love that. It was so it was so fun to watch it with someone because when I go to see superhero movies, it's the same thing. Right, exactly. It's the same thing. Like when I saw Spider Man, I was like, "This is the best thing I've ever seen in my life." And I hate superhero movies, so when I love them, yeah. it's just fun. Anyway, I di- did that. That didn't get nominated for an Academy. Award. Like Spider Man did not get nominated. The last Spider Man. No. Huh. I got, probably got like a. I thought it should have gotten a Best Picture. No. Because it was you, so fun. But have you rewatched it at home enough? Yes. I don't think it. It's still good. It should have got nominated. I think it's one of the ten I mean, best. I mean, yeah, anything over. Just don't look up. Yes, correct. That was the correct answer. I digress. We are going to talk, and we're going to give our best picture predictions. I'll let these two run with it for most of it. There, are, there are a few that I wasn't surprised they got nominated, but I don't think they have a shot. Yeah. Like Avatar, I feel like it was like the second they announced that movie, I'm like, it's going to get nominated. Right. It shouldn't win, but it will get nominated. Um, so what do you think of the field as a whole? We got All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Way of Water, Banshees of Inishirin. I'm Inishirin. Inishirin. I'm not trying to – I butcher it every time. Elvis, Everything in the World, All I Want, The Fableman, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, and Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. So, Zach, I'll start with you so we can get it out of the – you get your anxiety levels up even higher. Uh, what do you make of the field of 10? I think it's a very fun and balanced field. Nice. Yeah. Field. You have the blockbusters. You have Avatar. You have um, Top Gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have some European in, like in there as well. You have All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, you have small movies like Women Talking, you have Tar, 
it, it, triangle sadness as well to go with the all quiet um, grouping. So I think it's really balanced and it's fun um, in terms of what the academy is looking at and voting for. Um, the academy talks all about how they're bigger and more diverse than they used to be even four or five years ago. And I think this is the most reflective field of that that they probably could have picked. Um, so that's that's how I feel about the field as a Do whole. Do you th so Coda won last year? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If Coda was nominated this year in the ten, would it still be in the top five? No, because I don't think. Coda like Coda, like Coda, the field last year was very, for the most part, highbrow. Yeah. Like Nightmare Alley, Belfast, Power of the Dog, Power of the Dog, Drive My Car, which is a movie that's probably my favorite movie of those, those yeah. nominated. Whereas this year, there's more, like, feel good storylines. Mm -hmm. um, so I do think like this is a this is a, a crop for the people. I feel like everyone what a crop. like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, you know, like. It's for all walks, like someone can get on and like some of these movies where sometimes that's kind of what drives people away is like, I want to watch Power of the Dog. And this is also like Drive My Car, a three hour yeah. you know, Japanese movie. This is also a group of photos that a lot of people had to go to the, that went to theaters to watch. Mm -hmm. While last year it was a lot of streaming stuff like yeah. Apple TV, Netflix and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I, I think not that like movies are back or anything like that, but like the this pulled off what it was supposed to. Yeah. Right? Like in the other movies that were up, like. That didn't get nominated like like glass onion is a movie that a lot of people watched um Which so one? glass uh, onion the newest one the um knives out sequel oh yeah yeah um so and then like you were saying joe a lot of the movies that you like the most are actually nominated this year mm -hmm. um which is always nice because i yeah. feel like in last year a lot of my favorites were not even touched yeah uh, oscar wise and you just knew like these are great movies but like they're not going to have a chance where this year like makes it feel like oh everyone can everyone can have a chance you know, and, and a lot hopefully. of these movies are just like you can watch them and just be entertained you can watch them and analyze them deeply you can get into lore you watch them and be deeply affected emotionally um and a lot of them can do the same thing all at once that is not yeah. an allusion to one of the movies nominated uh, <laughs> But uh, I think the field is is pretty balanced and fun. It is. You nice. have you have legacy uh, people in there mm -hmm. like Steven Spielberg, um, and then you also have you know the Daniels. Yeah, the you Daniels. Know, yeah, I you know. have never heard that phrase, but that's great. I think that's how they're credited. Are yeah. they? Yeah. I don't really pay it's attention to the credit. By the Daniels. Daniels yeah. Oh, that's which, gorgeous, Daniels. Which as a Daniel myself, I, I appreciate. Man, Steven. I was just like Steven Spielberg. Essentially, he makes a movie, he gets nominated. Steven Spielberg made this movie like while making West Side Story. Just sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great movie too. So Joe, what do you think of the, the group of 10? Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. I mean, I think it's very well balanced. You have a little of everything. Like the fact everyone can go enjoy Top Gun and it be, you know, breaking all these records at the box office and but then get nominated as well for movie. Like usually you just don't see that. You know, if everyone likes this movie, I mean, this is probably not going to get, you know, nominated. Um, everything, are all, everything, everywhere, all at once. I mean, I think it's really cool that one's yeah. nominated. Because even when you first see it, you're just like, this is going to be a beloved movie, but it's like silly. The fact that it has a chance to get nominated. Yeah, th there's multiple fight scenes that use sex toys. Yeah. And it's nominated and probably favored for Best Picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's, 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 that's amazing. Really the, uh, the poster I have in my living room it's like um it looks like a tapestry kind mm -hmm. of thing so you can turn it upside down and it will still 
Oh, shows. sick. Yeah. So it looks like the kaleidoscope thing, but the corners are like, Baby. they look like embroidery things. It's the butt plugs. Oh, oh, nice. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, people come in, they're like, is that a butt plug? I'm like, yes, yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it's also an integral part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, uh-huh. For an integral <laughs> part of an Oscar-nominated movie to be a butt plug, it's 2023 for you guys. Um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis up there doing like oh, this yeah. for all of her hot dog hands. Oh, man, I love that. That was one of the best yeah. parts of it is just the actual visual of that. Yeah. I love that. And movie. I think I, Andrew Garfield went to a red carpet with the fingers on. And I was like, oh, that yeah. would be surprising. Um, the other thing is like, I like the, uh, like you mentioned, the European, um, yeah. the European flavor with all on the Western front, but also Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, yeah. You know, as a foreign director, his first English, um, you know, stateside English debut. And I think he's been nominated for uh, for his other Enforced movies Major. for inter- international movies. So, you know, we got the legacy with Spielberg, James Cameron even. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Mark most, McDonough. The most highbrow probably being Tar and then El. Have you guys seen All Quiet on the Western Front? I haven't. I haven't seen it. I because I read the. Heard it's a halt. It is because I like World War One is like a fascinating topic for me in movies. That's why I liked nineteen whatever that movie came nineteen seventeen. I saw the like the nineteen thirty something version of All Quiet on the Western. So I read the book in high school, and it was one of those things where it was a great book, but the teacher that made us read it, I just hated. So it's why I hated the Great Gatsby movie because it made me think of like being forced to read this book. Yeah. Same thing why, but like I will watch this. I just got to get through that. Plus, it's a fascinating topic of like it's from the German side. Yeah, yeah. But man, it's a like I've heard it's beautiful, like not beautiful, but I heard it's incredibly well shot. It's an aesthetically pleasing movie for filmmakers, yeah. is what I was told. But oh yeah, oh yeah. So we'll do the same thing that we did for all of the actor and actresses. What you think will win and what you want to win. Okay. And then anything else you want to add by any of these things. Should I just go into the concerns? Yeah. Yes. Off, so you guys off, know, the floor is yours. So do you guys know how the preferential ballot works? Yes. Yeah, like preferential ballot. So the way they do best picture is different than they do any other category. And best picture, they have to rank the nominees one through 10. Oh, should we rank them guys? <laughs> and and so if there's a, a movie that gets like the least amount of votes like let's say triangle of sadness comes 10th more than most 10 10, yeah. then they'll take those votes from those ballots and put them to their number one or two like they'll allocate them out to the rest of the movies so let's say a lot of people have like banshees or everything everywhere one and then all those people have tar too. Like there's a way for tar to win, even though it's not the doesn't have like the most number one votes. Mm. It's really complicated. There's many explainers out there. It's like the baseball MVP. There's first, second, third, and just because you have the most first place doesn't mean you get the trophy. Yes. Mm. So that's why there's concern for me because I want everything everywhere all at once to win, but. It's a distinct kind of movie, right? Like if you don't like, if you have Banshees of Inisherin number one, mm. you probably have something like Tar or The Fableman's number two, and that means everything everywhere all at once is probably like three, four, five. Um, and so, if the preferential ballot part gets a little crazy, if everybody has like Woman Talking ten or, you know, and then those votes then go to the other ones above them. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where the that's where the concern and worries go. I would love for them to release the voting numbers after the Oscars every year. They're never going to do that. Never. Because no no Oscar movie wants to be like, we were the 10th most voted. Like, even though it's great that they're Best Picture nominated. Sure. So, these are the things that keep me up at night. <laughs> that and jet lag. Uh, That's why we love you. And and so, I, I'm hoping everything everywhere all at once will win. Because um, it's an original story. It's an independent movie. Um, shout out to A24. They're Brandon of itself. They've been working on this movie forever. It, it's a movie that came out in like March. Yeah. Um, which rarely happens, doesn't yeah. ever happen. Um, and it's a really excellent movie. Uh, and but so is Banshees, and so is The Fablemans, and so is Tar. Um, so I say all that to say. <laughs> so what do you think will win then? I think everything everywhere. Yeah, will win. Favorite right now? Oh, and all, everything everywhere. And also, here's the other part. That's that. That's the other main concerning part is that the favorite going in the last few years, other than the 2020 movies, that was the 2021 Oscars. That was Nomadland. But of late, it like the win. The favorite going into the Oscars hasn't really won. Yeah. So you think last year, Power of the Dog didn't win. Long. Coda. The year before that was was Nomadland. But Parasite won when everybody thought it was going to be 1917. Really? I thought Parasite was going to win. Everybody wanted Parasite to win, okay. but everybody was like, are they really going to vote this Korean movie? Korean movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Especially because 1917 was winning a lot. It yeah. was when, I think it won Producers uh, Guild. I think it definitely won BAFTA. Interesting. Okay. Um, Good to know. I think Green Book year, there was another movie that was, that was favored instead. That, that was, was a dumb, dumb year. That's dumb year, and then and then the year before that was I think the or at some point during that time was the Moonlight year. Everybody thought La La Land was going to win, and then Moonlight comes in, and so everything everywhere being like the number one overall seed is kind of like March Madness. Do you want the number one overall seed? Because I don't know how often you're going to win. They've made it to the final four, yeah, but I don't know. Just all the all the things are kind of pointing certain kinds of ways to where it doesn't win. If they do win, awesome, that's cool, you know. I'm gonna be stoked to see all those people on stage, um, but that's where the the concerns come in. That said, I would love it if Top Gun Maverick won too. <laughs> that's a that fun would be reality. amazing. No, I love because I love chaos. I love chaos. About it again. I, I, I want the Tom Cruise cake. So, Joe, what do you want to win? What do you think will win? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna add an extra on there too. I'm gonna say what I want to win is Top Gun. Just because the chaos, the action, just like, I didn't even think I was going to love it as much as I did. And I just left like, this is, That movie is one big hell yeah, brother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's great. And like, that's what the Oscar needs, you know, it's just some good old fun, some good old hell yeah, brother. You know what I mean? So I'm going to actually say Top Gun. I'm just going to make a weird prediction because when you were just telling me like all the things we did was wrong. (laughs) So I'm just going to make this just like. Joe's just because like a Joe said that, but I don't know why. I just see it happening with all the s- stuff you were saying too, which I don't quite understand still. But uh, but um, I'm gonna say predictions so like we can look back and be like, how do you? I'm gonna say the Fablemans. I think that's a safe. Just like a weird prediction that I can can just see like the homage to Spielberg, yeah. being a homage to Spielberg, then it now a homage to Spielberg yeah. Yeah. with the win. You know, like a homage to a homage to a homage. And it's just like, and then I'm going to say the last thing, but my favorite of the bunch is Banshees. 
Okay. Like that's my favorite, but like I don't think it's gonna win. I don't, and I want Top Gun to win more. Sure. Yeah. So so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You know, want Top Gun favorite Banshees prediction, Fablemans because we're always wrong. We are not only <laughs> like now that I think because about you it, just never know. Now that I think about it, when we did the retrospective, like what Joe thought should uh, that won, was fun. He everything he picked didn't win. Like didn't he had no. <laughs> matchups yeah like what did win he wouldn't have picked the last 10 yeah i mean that's the funny part about the oscars so that's where yeah. he wrote in like some of the ones that you wrote in weren't even nominated yeah well I, yeah well, we went back and i was like you know what i know we this opens a whole wormhole but it's like what about this movie that wasn't even nominated yeah, and yeah, it's like true. that was my favorite so you know and we kind of kept stretching the rules on like are we just doing that or like this is too good to not you know pick so we started play, plugging them in. I think what's going to happen, and this is like the prediction on top of the prediction, is Fableman's, I think Spielberg will get Best Director. And then they'll give Everything Everywhere All at Once Best Picture. If if the Daniels win Best Director, then like if you can place a live bet on Everything Everywhere, do it. Yeah. I hope they do win Best Director because I read, like after seeing Everything Everywhere All at Once, I went down a massive wormhole of like everything about like the making of this movie. Everything, everything, Mabel. <laughs> to the point where, like, they had been working on this movie for so long. Like, do either of you watch Rick and Morty or have watched Rick and Morty? Yeah. So they have a multiverse, like, that's part of the story. And they were working on this movie way before that show even came out. That when that show came out, they got depressed because they were like, someone beat us to it. And then when the Spider-Verse came out with all the Spider-Men coming in and Marvel with the multiverse, they were like, they were like, damn it. Like, we've been working on this. Like, this was our idea. But what they did was they brought like actual like, like if the multiverse is real, they brought in like physics, physicists and Mm -hmm. scientists to like actually explain like this is what it would look like, what it would kind of be like. So I love that they took this absurd idea of the multiverse and like tried to make it sound as realistic as possible. Right, while also having all the absurdity. Also, shout out to Spider-Verse. The show? I mean, the... the yes. The movie. Yes. Which Not also the- then led to Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which is a great movie last year. I heard that's like one of the best movies. It was the best movie Florence Pugh was involved in in 2022. Yeah, in 2022. There's is a, it animated? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, like it's going to win. Uh, it's a, like an amazing movie. It's like it 98% on Rotten Tomato. I think so. What would win? Marcel the Shell was also good. Does that count? As, I mean, I don't know why that counts as animated. Uh, Pinocchio didn't really care for. Marcel I think it's going to be Pinocchio. It could be. Because the Academy loves Guillermo They do, Toro. but Puss in Boots is... That would... This is Puss in Boots. If you poll people, yeah, this would win. It's because it's surprising. I actually think uh, Turning Red is my favorite of all of them. Okay. Um, I'm always wrong with best animated film every year. That's fair. <laughs> because I have very strong opinions on all animated films. I thought Flea was like a shoe-in for everyone oh, yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. Flea was the first movie to Fear. get documentary and animated and foreign. I'm like, just give him everything. And he got nothing. Oh, wow. oh. So um, back to this year. Guillermo so. del Toro uh, Pinocchio has its own exhibit at the moment. Is it really? Yeah. That's cool. I tried to go with my girlfriend and the line was astronomical. That makes sense. That we just, we couldn't get in. It goes into the great universe that is uh, Ewan McGregor singing in movies. Yeah. Including but not limited to I didn't Rangers. really care. I didn't like that movie. 
It's fine. I aesthetically, it was beautiful. I love Guillermo. I love Guillermo del Toro. Right. To the point where I'm going to get like eyeballs tattooed on my hand, like like um, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth yeah. style. Yeah. Like it's gonna happen. It, it's going to happen. Um, Puss in Boots. What is like everyone's favorite movie? Like it came out of nowhere to be unbelievable. I know. I heard maybe to the point that. where it's now because I have my fingers in a lot of like fandoms. Mm -hmm. Like, do you watch Attack on Titan? No. I've, I've watched the first like five episodes. He doesn't know what that is. There's a character okay. called uh -oh. okay. Levi Ackerman, yeah, yeah, who's yeah, yeah. like the best fighter and the best swordsman in the show. It's... And there's a massive debate on one of the subreddits <laughs> over who would win between Levi Ackerman and Puss the and wolf Boots. from Puss oh. in Boots. I have a, I have a wolf-related thing I'll talk Hit about me. after. But anyway, so like anything that can like spark up, like create a new character and spark up debate across fandoms, I'm all about. Yeah. I'm all about it. I was just saying that. I think the wolf like whistle would be a great main event walkout. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Anyway. Yeah, it would. Uh, <laughs> who do you want? What about you, bro? Uh, What's your favorite? Who do you want? Who do you predict? Um, my prediction is probably Banshees, just based on everything Zach said. I think that's like your a prediction. Yeah, it's not what I would want. I want everything everywhere all at once to mm. win, but like we say, I'm always. I'm always wrong. I appreciate this prediction. Uh, yeah. I think we're handicapping our own pick for right. The wrong I think it's be. I think everything everywhere all at once is the best. And if they did release the voting, I am willing to bet that that gets the most first place votes. But like just based on how the voting works and the math, I think Banshees is a safe bet. Yeah, if that makes sense. Because the Academy loves Martin McDonough. They do. They it's also them. if it wins, it's not wrong. I know. It's like it's a great movie. Win. Yeah. So a good movie. I hope the Fablemans doesn't win. That's fair. Because I'm just tired of like movies about movies. I said it's yeah. enough time. Um, movie about family. Top, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, if it won, I would be so happy because it would be nonsense. Yeah. It would be pure nonsense. It would be pure nonsense. And at the same I liked El I didn't like the, like if Elvis won, it would be funny to me. Yeah, it would be weird. It would be very funny. It's not going to It's not to a win. best picture. No, it's not. What would you do if Tar won? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Like I'm wrong so much. I don't. I can't remember the last time I got a best pick. I thought La La Land was a shoe in. So did they? Yeah, they <laughs> so literally did, took so the so Academy Award away. Yeah. Um. What do you even want to like? I thought. I thought Minari was a shoe in. For like yeah, a couple years I ago, I wanted that to win that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you. We had. I wanted it to. We did. But it wasn't my favorite. I don't know if you you were working at the UFC at the time. Um. We essentially did this podcast during Joe's Media Day. Oh, I've heard about this many times. Bro, it was sick. <laughs> 2019. We basically did a mini. Sorry, go ahead. It was you were up on uh, at, on the the table, mm -hmm. and we were just like, "You guys can all go away." Like, oh, told yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah, reporters, yeah, yeah. and yep. then the reporters were like, "We can't. We don't can't use any of this." Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I know. I got Parasite right. That's like the go. one I got right. Yeah, that's a good one to get right. Um, one time, one of our interviews, we just had a little mini podcast about Lady Bird. Love it. And I think you our, love that movie. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's great. The Ten out of ten. Yeah, that was your favorite of the decade, right? Yeah. Tell my letterbox four. Yeah. Anyway. Anything else you want to say about any of the other nominations for anything? Any other like screenplays, cinematography things yeah, so, surprised? If we know we touched upon it a bit. So screenplay often is my favorite category. Is it? Original screenplay, I feel like it's a cool kids category if you look at yeah. the winners. Um, oh, yeah. often it's just like, oh, that was actually like the best movie of the year um, or one of the best movies sure. of the year. 
So I'm always partial to that. And also I just love writers because, you know. Yeah. Writing an original movie is tough. Writing in general, even an adaptation, uh, is, is, a, is a difficult task. I'm trying to, where's the... I think oh. I want everything everywhere I wants to win. So adapted screenplay is All Quiet, Glass Onion, Living, Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. That's a weird I mean, category. It's, it's probably going to be All Quiet on the Western Front. I guess so. Because I don't even... Oh, no, it's going to be Women Talking. You think so? Oh, by by that novel. It's a huh? writer's right. Yeah, yeah, and the way they about, adapted it and changed yeah, the yeah, the way they did no, it. No, that's fair. Um, I thought it was, that is it was smart. Um, original screenplay is crazy though. It's tough. Banshees, everything, everywhere. Tough. Fableman's Tar and Triangle of Sadness. It's tough. <sighs> I think it's gonna be Banshees. Yeah. Yeah, because it's such, yeah, because that's more of a right. That movie's like that's a written. That's a tightly. That's written a, that would be a great book, even if it was a book. It was like, I, yeah. like it, not only is it well written, but like the fact that I could understand. Like, are we having a row? Like, like so many times, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love, I love that both Banshees and Everything Everywhere All at Once have monologues about being nice and kind. Yep. You know what that yep. makes you not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry to any Irish people. <laughs> Apologize to Connor right just, now. It's just butchering. Anyway, I'm gonna say one one place I w- I will uh, support everything everywhere all at once is uh, best original song because David Byrne is involved oh, yeah. in the song yeah. with Mitski. Oh, I need Nazi Nazi to win. Yeah, RRR. Yeah, oh. have you seen RRR? I haven't seen it. It's a party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I heard it. it's wild. I've heard mixed like. Some people said I couldn't even finish it. It's the worst thing I ever saw. And some people are like best thing I've ever seen. You just chaos. It's you just got to go. It's maximalism at its best. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like when they commit to that. I like when a movie commits to that. So I might like it. My favorite category is always outside of like the big five is always animated short. Oh, love it. Do you do like the um, Harkins? Just watch them all at once. I watched them at Film Bar. <sighs> R.I.P. It's film bar was the independent movie theater in downtown Phoenix that wow. closed this past year. Um, I used to be able to go watch all the animated shorts. They had great tamales. Yeah. They cool. did. They had served tamales, popcorn, and wow. watched movies. And they had one screen. Yeah. That's amazing. So they would do, and they on big holidays, their big thing for like major holidays, they would still be open, but they would play movies that have nothing to do with the holiday. So I remember on, I was stuck at home for Thanksgiving and I just didn't have anywhere to go so i'm like i'll go see what they're playing at film bar they played every single what, what's the police story with jackie chan is it police story it's, it's all of them police story yeah they played all of them also police story three has michelle yeah yeah they, i'm like this has nothing to do with things and they're like yeah <laughs> yeah it's like on, on christmas they played what did they play one year oh they played like all of the um all the masks like even like the bad like oh. son of the mask like they just pick these random like movie series to just play Man. anyway but best animated feature film i really hope is the boy the mole the wolf and the horse that is it's a beauty it's a beautiful book so okay. it's a it's a children's graphic novel so it's but it's it's like animated with like a ballpoint pen sort of thing oh, it's okay. very swirly yeah 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 and when that move when that book came out it was if you went into a comic book store, it was they had a shelf devoted to it. Bam. And then if you went back the next week, they were gone. Because how? When's the last time you heard about like? Because like everyone grows up reading the same children's book, right? Yeah. When's the last time there's like a new edition that has become a timeless kids book? You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I like everyone reads like Harold and the Purple Crayon. Right. Like the, like uh, if you give a mouse a cookie and yeah. all this kind of like the all this stuff. Terrible, horrible, no good, very bad. Right. Day. Everyone reads these. When this came out, it's like the last one. I, it's like the first one in decades I can remember. Like this will be used forever. And then they made an animated film about it and it is fantastic. Really? It's so good. And I hope it wins everything. It, it, I hope it wins this. I'm going to be more invested in the short film. <laughs> yeah, you are. Also, now. there's an um, animated film called My Year of uh, my year of dicks so i'm not gonna give that i'm not gonna give that one away but um i'm a big fan of the boy the mole the fox and the horse i really hope that wins i love that really really hope that wins anyway anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this up nice little bow um i had a great great time we had an hour podcast before we even started we did yeah and for those of you who want to hear more of us talk about just movies Zach has a his own podcast mm-hmm. you can listen to. Well, thank you, Jose. Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, Blind Spotters Pod, wherever you get your podcast. And this guy. Whew. It's a movie podcast about the movies we missed. Me, Amanda Luberto, just swapping movies that we probably should have seen before, but it's a safe space. Don't you hate it whenever you watch a movie for the first time? You're like, oh, I watched The Godfather. And like, oh my God, you haven't seen The Godfather? How dare... None of that here. We're just chatting about it. And, and and holding each other's hands. What so, else I think is cool about that, though, you know how rewarding it is when you tell someone to, hey, you haven't seen this, you have to watch it, and then they do watch it. That's a pointed reference. And then you get to talk about it. Like, it's the best feeling ever. Oh, you actually watched the movie I told you? That is so actually, that is actually true, because you watch Nine Days, and I'm like, yeah, thanks, Joe, for watching Nine Days. So, so when can I expect a Hands Maiden episode? I have, I, just give us some time. Yeah, just keep, but, but this month, that's so, another joke that was so, off camera. So Amanda yeah. and I will have a mailbag slash uh, Oscars preview coming mm. out. I think the same day this comes out. Probably. But if it has going to be the week of the Oscars. Probably. Yeah, same. And then uh, on the second Tuesday of every month is our movie swaps. And in March, we're doing musicals. I am watching Cabaret for the first time. Really? And, and Amanda is watching Singing in the Rain for the first time. Great. Too great. It's going to be a banger. Um, so wherever each podcast, at Blind Spotters on Twitter. At Blind Spotters Pod on Instagram, Spotify, Apple, Spotify, Apple, all Stitcher, the, all the podcasts, networks. all the podcast things. Yeah. Joe, anything you want to add? Plug? I'm just glad um, we came over to do this. Yeah. I'm glad. Thank you for letting us do it in your house again. Yeah, this is yeah, beautiful. beautiful. This is I beautiful. love this. Joe's the first two time guest. There's Dude. only one first. Dude, amazing. Joey two times. Thank you. Joey two times. Hey, that's true, baby. <laughs> we'll, uh, Joe, we Joe will obviously be on again. If we do this again, Zach will obviously. Yeah, Zach. If, is, if he wants to do it, his, his podcast might be too big for if us. If you'll have me, uh, if, if you know the people are like, eh, don't put that guy back on, then I respect everybody. So. You'll be back. This yeah, is just amazing. our group chat. This just is a nice podcast. This is a nice trio. Oh, just like uh, Lady Tar said, the essential thing is, is time. You cannot start without me. Beautiful way to wrap this up. That's Zach. That's Joe. This is Jose. This is MMA Fighting. We're out.
Businesses love data, like really love it. But is just having data enough? Yeah. Nope. Oh. Because the smart businesses, the really smart ones, use ZoomInfo. It leverages data to unlock useful insights. Insights so you know who to reach and how to reach them, letting you grow your business. So ask yourself, is your data insightful? Now it is. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at ZoomInfo.com. ZoomInfo, how business goes to market.